Hello, everybody, and welcome back to Film Nerds Hour. <laughs> it's late at night. I'm sorry. I made a funny face. Oh, God. This is. Shut up. You know we're doing a long recording session, and it's from your making only. My voice is squeaky, and my arm's falling off. Welcome to the show. I'm Nathaniel Shoemaker. And I am Noah Sweeto, and. Um... <laughs> Jesus God, are you high? <laughs> You would know. You're the one who has the supply. I mean, um, oh, oh, oh shit. Um, <laughs> your your mom doesn't listen to the show, does she? Uh, hmm. I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know either, and I don't care. <laughs> oh, okay. But today we are going to be uh, reviewing the movie The Faculty. Faculty. Yes. Um, which is another uh, another cool cool for its time. I mean, it's nineteen came out in nineteen ninety eight. Yes. More adjectives than cool, please. Yeah, it's a great movie. And from almost early 2000s, late 90s. Yeah, but uh, I think what also really makes this movie great is the the visual popping. Yeah. It doesn't look like, you know, that was a problem, like, because it's very noticeable. Mm -hmm. Except for really TV, that cameras for the movie industry sucked ass when it came to DVD. Mm Mm-hmm. Because they were trying to use all the different cameras to catch up and it looks bad because i'm like you put an 80s movie on dvd of course they restored it a little bit yeah but a lot of those like even the batman ones you know yeah. like that came the old case old mm-hmm. dvd case that clipped together those movies don't look as bad no as the 2000 ones and i'm like that's because they had shitty cameras and the quality i don't know man. yeah well and i what i will say because when did scream come out scream came out 1999 Okay, that's why. Because I was going to say, like, this is the year right before all horror movies started to become the same. Because <laughs> Scream was such a huge success that for a long time, every movie that came out was a Scream clone. Well, yeah, because Scream was the first one to break the genre. It really, yeah, in a long time at least. It was the first one to actually bend the rules. And, mm-hmm. and be self-aware. Yeah, which is what sets up things like Final Girls and stuff like that. So like once, once in a blue moon, you get somebody who really invests times. I I think even like movies like You May Be the Killer or like Dude Bro Party Massacre Three, like those are some other ones that people love that break the fourth wall in like a unique way. Not once in a blue moon productions, but yeah, once in a while you you really get some of those uh, cool indie films. And actually, Final Girls was just a low budget type of one from sony i had never heard of it until i like i stumbled on the trailer and i was like this is rad why does not why have i not heard more about it yeah why well, like, wasn't it advocate or promoted more yeah because the freaking thomas middleditch is in it and the, the guy whose name i can never remember from um workaholics is in it and like yeah just a lot of a really good cast the girl from vampire diaries like i figured she would have at least talked about it but yeah and and just the way it was written. Mm-hmm. Adam Levine was in it, too. Adam Levine was in Final Girls? Yeah. Oh, shit, that's right. Thank you. God, I forgot about that. Yeah. Or you mean Adam Devine? Maybe I do. Adam Devine and Adam Levine are different people. Maybe I'm getting their last names mixed up. Adam Levine is the lead singer from Maroon 5, short-haired, yeah. handsome man. Adam Devine is the other guy from Workaholics with the long, curly hair. Yep, it's Adam Devine. Yep. Yeah, I always remember that somehow 
he's engaged. What? Well, I mean... Since 2015. Being funny can get you a long way, folks. I've never... I don't know. Maybe that's just me. He's probably a You got something to person. say about people being I, funny? You know, I just... No, say I never it. really laughed at him. Oh, okay. He wasn't funny to you. He wasn't really funny to me. But I think that's more or less kind of like a Seth Rogen thing. He does have a great bit, because there's a show... Uh, I think it's called... Yeah, Mixed-ish. Did you ever see any of that? It's so, like the spinoff to Blackish and everything. Yeah, yeah. It? It's the third. It's the second spinoff from Blackish. But um, he's in it because the, they start out. They were in a cult, and um, he's there, and it's like it's a super like, you know, earthy hippie cult. But he gets out of this trailer, and right before he gets tackled by a SWAT team, he goes, "Well, if I can't have three wives, <laughs> oh, God. it's like oh." It was that kind of a cult. Well, going back to the faculty. Yeah, well, that's what we were talking still, about initially, right? Still, <laughs> still heavily strong, and it and it's got an all star cast. Yeah, like the cast is actually really good. I mean, granted, the movie's kind of cheesy, but it's yeah not just a popcorn flick. They did very well for the for the yeah. premise, and especially just being in like the right in the early two thousands. Yeah. Well, we got pre Lord of the Rings Elijah Wood, which looks very prepubescent. Always, yeah, and he's always great in everything. I feel yeah, and this is a year prior for uh, um, how do you say her name? Famica Jensen. Yeah, Famica Jensen. Yeah, Famica Jensen. Yeah, she's well, got an interesting year... name. Well, well, yeah, she was an X Men. She, she was, was in, in the whole X-Men trilogy yeah. and the Wolverine. Yep. Uh, deep, deep Rising. Was she? Yeah. That's She was the girl in Deep Rising. The, mm. the squid attacking a boat movie. Okay. And then what else was she in? She was, she was a... She, Taken as she, the wife. Yep. Goldeneye. And three, she got killed in. Uh, yeah, she was in Goldeneye. She's Thank in you. Primal with Nicolas Cage apparently. Yeah. Oh, she was in X-Men Days of Future Past as well. That's right. Mm-hmm. In the end scene where everybody's alive. Yeah. Asher, Hide and Seek, Once Upon a Time in Venice. She's in a lot of stuff. Yeah. And then you got... I know I've seen the character, the actor who played Stokely. I know I've seen her in other places. Yeah, she's, she, she's got she, the face. Yeah. And then the girl who played Delilah, she's a Fast and the Furious Clea girl. Clea Duvall. Who, who is? Delilah. She she's in the Fast and the Furious movies. Oh, she's she plays Dom's sister. Yeah, okay. I was gonna say, um, for Clea Duvall, she was in Argo, Ghost of Mars, yep. Yep. Zodiac, Identity, yeah, Grill right. Interrupted. Yeah. She's all that. But I'm a cheerleader, which followed the previous year of that. Yeah. Happiest Season apparently coming as a movie with Kristen who? Kristen Stewart. The guy time. who played Zeke. What the heck was he in? Um. Because there's just a, an array of everybody's in here. The guy who played... The uh, guy who played T-1000, Robert Patrick, was in this movie as well. As the coach. Oh, that, yes. Which T-1000. is what, what was amazing. I always love seeing Robert Patrick. Yeah, he's just great. He's uh, great. Rutger... I can never remember his Rutger name. Rutger Hauer from Blade Runner. Yeah. You, you rest were saying rest he, in peace. Yes, you were saying you wanted him to be in the new Terminator too. I would say that him and... Him and Rutger and... Robert should have been able to do a movie together. I think they if were they very were very good at playing robots, they were very good at just being frightening and intimidating. Mm-hmm. Robert still got that right. He still got that intimidating look, but mm-hmm. he's got that more, like you know, kind of like Patrick Stewart in yeah. Star Trek: Next Generation. 
would I would have messed with him at that age. He looks God. like he could kick your ass. Yeah, and he probably could, honest to God. Now he just looks yeah. not senile, but he looks it's got, well, more sentimental. John Stewart's in this, which is because he's from The Daily Show. He's a comedian and he had yep. his own talk show. As a Professor Edward for a long. Yep, and then um, Salma Hayek is the nurse. She's not in here much. even to, yeah, to And mu- Usher made an appearance, too. Usher, yeah. Which is funny because if you look at the DVD box... He's one of the guys on the box, even though... He's barely in it. Exactly. And I feel like it's definitely... It was definitely a marketing thing of like... Hey, look at our black guy. Well, We got Archer. I wasn't going to say that. I was going to say like... Because this was prior... This was prior right before his music career. So I feel like they put him in there so it could be like... Oh, if his music career does well, maybe we can sell more of these in the future. Because people will look at the box and be like, Usher, you know? I mean, it makes sense. (laughs) But they would have had to pay him more, too. That's true. Because likeness. Yeah, that's fair. Um, that's something you'll never get away from in the industry. Nope, 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 nope. Heck, if you and I happen to look like somebody... <laughs> oh, yeah. I mean, like, real-life Peter Griffin, he could be sued any day by Seth MacFarlane. If you wanted to, but I don't feel like to. Seth MacFarlane No, because he's not... He's Seth MacFarlane, A, doesn't need the money, and B... He's knows... not Disney. Well, yeah. Can you pause this for a second? Oh, yes. Give me a second. We will be right back. We are back. Yeah, sorry, I had to take a shit. Okay, so... <laughs> it's a good cover, right? No, so who's the guy who played Zeke? What is he in? Zeke, oh... Um, he wasn't in Dead Poet, was he? Josh Hartnett. Josh Hartnett, yeah. Which I feel like he's been... Oh, he's been in Penny Dreadful, yes. Black Hawk Down, Pearl Thank Harbor, you. Lucky Number uh, Slevin. Lucky Number Slevin, yeah, that's... Like 40 a- Days and 40 Nights... A lot of these, yeah, they are they are pretty well built up guys. Thirty days of night. There it is. Yeah. So I was like, yeah, I haven't seen it yet, but I knew. He, he's a very Hollywood handsome guy, for sure. Black Delilah. Mm-hmm. There's a guy who looks like Stephen King in one movie he's been in 2020. Yeah. Sin City. I didn't know he was in. There. Oh yeah. right, I know him from. Um. Hollywood Homicide. There it is. Yeah. With with Harrison Ford. That was like my first non-Star Wars Harrison Ford movie. Mm-hmm. Which is always cool to see. Yeah. Love Harrison Ford. Uh, very good actor. So yeah, we're talking about The Faculty. Uh, if you guys haven't watched it, we both give a high recommend if you like. I, I'd say go watch it first and then come back because it's definitely, it's definitely interesting. If you're a fan of high school horror, if you liked Invasion of the Body Snatcher. Or if you've seen Slither with uh, Gary Busey, yeah. uh, James Gunn, and Michael yeah. Rucker. Yeah, this might be up your alley. So where, where can they find it? I know it's currently, as we're recording, CBS um, All Access. CBS All Access is definitely got it. Uh, Prime with the subscription. To CBS All Access. Which I think, which I think, yeah, is more of a Amazon Prime. You gotta link the two up. Yeah, because it's it. cheaper to get Amazon Prime and then get the CBS All Access. Because it comes in a bundle. Yeah, the bundle it's an extension. extension. Yeah, so as opposed to just having Amazon Prime and also CBS All Access. Yeah, and it and it's I think it's like eleven ninety nine a month, so it's really not that bad. No, no, not bad at all. If and, you're already paying for Prime, you're fine. Yeah, and basically add-ons add up, but it's it's never hurts to just have them, especially if you're a big movie buff. No. So you can get it uh, currently. When we're recording this, you can get it on Amazon Prime Video, um, YouTube, um, Google Play for for rent. Uh, same with YouTube, Voodoo, and iTunes. Yeah. And and like we said, guys, like you know, by the time when we record these two, it's always subjected to change. So yeah, because who knows when the he- we 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 record so early in advance. 
Yeah. Like, what's COVID? I've been hearing a lot about that. Like, <laughs> <Right>. <laughs> that's my joke. Uh, Laura Harris is also in there. She plays Mary Beth. Yeah. Um, and I'm trying to figure out what I've seen her in. She's been Suicide Kings, Woman's Murder Club, Defy Gravity, Servient, Suicide Kings. Oh, I said that. Uh, Merlin in the Book of Beauty? Is that what it says? Uh, Her and Stan, I could not place them in anything. The Privileged, A Mighty Wind, Going Greek, The Calling, Pregoland, 24. (laughs) Pregoland? Pregoland looks weird. Sure. 15 just ticket was, I mean, Stan, was stan in anything because i swear to god i've never seen him in anything i'll have to look in a second here murder at my door uh she was in underworld endless war hmm. i don't know if that was a short or yeah i'd never she was in steaming king's it miniseries oh who did she play she was the little girl who the clown get grabs in part two remember she's by the laundry is that her I think that's her. Uh, let's take a look. Yeah, Google her and then it miniseries. It's it's cool to see how many of these guys went into um into horror and just stayed there. Yeah. Um, or at least horror genre as far as werewolves, vamps, and good stuff like that. Yeah, she got an uncredited cameo. I'm uh, assuming the little girl. She was just one of the high school kids who slipped past Ben and Beverly. Oh, okay. So, cool. doesn't look like she had a major one. But yeah, uh, uh, she looked... I thought she was in more, so maybe maybe I'll think of it. But yeah. I definitely thought I saw her more. Uh, Stan, played by uh, Sean Hatsey. Yeah, I don't know the name. Um, Animal Kingdom, Southland, Alpha Dog. I think uh, I've seen him in Southland. Outside, um, Providence, John Q, which is a Denzel Washington movie, The Cooler Down to You, Noble Son, Brostel Boy. It sounds like he has a lot of, he's typecast as, like, the muscular guy. Yeah. Soldier's Girl, a guy thing, anywhere but here, in and out. No. Public Enemies, Street Kings, Motorland, or Motor City, I mean, Factory Girl. No. Witness no. Protection. I think I've seen Witness Protection. The Postman. Yeah. Okay. So, yeah, Lazarus Project. Looks like he was in the Twilight Zone from the 2000, 2003. Okay. I recognize a lot of the teachers in this, too. Like, the bald history professor. Yeah. And then the girl who played the principal. I recognized her, too. And I, there's some I don't recognize, but I think a lot of them that I saw in this movie was not so much that I don't remember them. It's just, like... They're not in it much. They're not in that much, no. For a movie that's called The Faculty, we don't get that many faculty members. <laughs> no, not really at all. Like, what? what is it? Selma Hayek's in like seven minutes total? Maybe? Yeah. And yeah, that, she wasn't in it much in... Uh, if, that's a, if this was made in 98, like, she didn't need this. <laughs> no. She definitely didn't. Maybe her agent was like, diversify, be in a horror. I don't know. <laughs> yeah, maybe. I, I, it seems like a lot of these teens... Like, in the 90s, like, 80s and 90s, they really got their stardom started in horror films because it was yeah. much easier. Well, I think it's a public reception thing, too, because you're much more bound. Teenagers want to see horror films because they want to yeah. take that adult leap. So it's more 
Uh, even when the radar, like that's everybody's thing. I always remember trying to see radar movies when I was younger. Yeah, that's true. Cause you feel well when you're a kid and you want to see a radar movie, you feel like you're a badass. <laughs> yeah, you feel like oh yeah, I'm now close I'm to an adult. I'm doing yeah. what the adults do. Well, and it's like what is it? Um, all the teenagers too. I mean, it's it's relatable for marketing back then. Cause you know what else were you gonna do? Yeah. Well, and like I heard, isn't a horror movie the cheapest kind of movie to make somehow? They are. Uh, uh, you would. It's would, a budget thing. It's really... I, I would think, like, a rom-com would be the cheapest to make. <laughs> no. Actually, horror movies, because they don't take much. And if you do something very basic, yeah. it doesn't take much. Well, I mean, you gotta do blood and stuff like that. That's I just, cheap. I, I just, it's cheaper than just having a guy and a girl fall in love. <laughs> I mean, it depends on what kind of location you're doing, too. That's true. Because if, if you're they're gonna, walking in the city, you gotta pay. Like, you gotta pay to have all the roads blocked off and or have specific people. Mm-hmm. Then you gotta account for if they're going to a restaurant, how are they gonna film that? Are people gonna be okay with it? Can they rent out that space from the restaurant? So you're paying for yeah. them. You're paying for the time there. And you're paying your extras. Because a lot of the time, extras mm-hmm. get paid just to be in the background. Well, yeah. But, oh, and they'll, yeah, pay, they'll pay for cars, too. It, it didn't used to be like that. Like, in the 70s, you could literally just set up and shoot. Yeah. <laughs> A lot of it is just likeness because now everybody wants to be part of a movie. The other part is the fact that people like to, if their license plate or stuff is on there too, they're going to want, you know, it's just little things. Yeah. Legal things and fees and it's. Well, like the, the most interesting one I heard about was Rob Schneider. He has a show on Netflix called Real Rob. I enjoy parts of it, but he was saying that like they shot in a cafe and there was a painting on the wall and somebody had to go in edit and make a new painting over that painting cuz they didn't get the rights from the artist to have his art yeah. in the show and it, i'm like that like really yeah a lot of it you'd be surprised a lot of it is very very heavy and and reshoots especially yeah cuz i mean if anything goes wrong and i mean with people you got to do it that's why like if if you like look at this faculty is a perfect example of utilizing small locations oh yeah because if you think about it they really only use like four locations in let's total. see the high school the high school high school parking lot which i'd still consider part of the high school because if they were checking same with for the field day. same with the field i mean oh, yeah I... that's all one that's all one location yeah. that they paid for and said one big here. location yeah and all those rooms in that casey's house casey's house and which is like what we... 10 minute scene maybe yeah, not even in total. zeke's house do we get Zeke's house? Yeah, that's where they were. That's where they were dissecting the rat. They went to Zeke's house. Oh, I thought they were in the part of the school. No, they went. They drove to Zeke's house, and all that stuff, that chem stuff, was in his garage. Oh, right, right, right. So yeah, we got his garage, which you could have done with any room. You could have done that in a sound studio. Exactly. Honestly, I couldn't have told. I couldn't have told or tell. Yeah, so I mean, that's that's already like you could say three locations plus they had um the gymnasium in there yeah which you know so really the locker room like yeah high school you got a lot of scene options i mean you and yeah and when you get that it's cheap because you do it in one space Mm -hmm. you do it in one space you worry about one location you don't really have to go anywhere and god forbid you have to use a house you pay and it's like okay and, and for the most part especially if you're filming in like the summer it's super easy to get a to be able to film in a high school Oh yeah, because people are just like, "Whoa, our our film's gonna our our school's gonna be in a movie." That's probably good for like getting students or something. Like, good for getting students, and you know, a lot of them just want to be in the part of it so they can yeah. say, "Hey, I was in a movie." Exactly, and if it's 
being filmed in the summer, like, it's not like there's anything else going on. Yeah, especially in small towns. And I like to think about that, too, because, I mean, like, you know, early 2000s, probably up to, like, 2004, is really, there was really no, there really wasn't a whole lot. I mean, what when did the first app come out? It came out with the first iPhone, really. Yeah. And that wasn't until, like, what, 20... 2008? Mm-hmm. So. That's one of my favorite parts of this movie is when Casey gets in trouble and the guy's like, no internet. And I'm like, it's 98. Yeah, what is he doing? Dad, just <laughs> take it away. So I was like, I'm, I'm like, for the time, I'm like, what really is on the internet? Chat boards. That's about Chat it. rooms and maybe some information to look up for like a paper. Like that's yeah, about Yeah, you're not going to find internet what? porn or Freaking... YouTube really. Or... If you wanted to get like... Even just like a still image of pornography or like a trailer for took a forever movie. To load. It took three days and it had to be on the entire time. And no one could use the phone, otherwise the connection's cut and you gotta start all over. Like, we really take this stuff for granted, don't we? <laughs> yeah. Well And I'm like, so he takes his phone, is what he takes his music, he takes his boombox. Takes his magazines out yeah. from under Yeah, he, he takes his no, porno magazine. Sorry, no flogging the bishop. <laughs> Yeah, that I was, was like, so good. That made me cringe. I was like, oh no. But we're jumping ahead. We're jumping ahead here. Let's start off yeah. with the first thing we see, which is we get our, we get um the coach, right? The, we get coach. Yeah, we get a uh, him, and he's he reminded me of Terrence Fletcher from Whiplash. Yeah, just because he's yelling, saying things to yeah. high schoolers you probably shouldn't say. Oh, he's dropping the f bomb at him too. Mm-hmm. He's just mm-hmm. like, get the fuck off my team. You're a fucking disgrace. Yeah. Exactly. And I was just like, okay, you can calm it down there, Fletcher. Yeah, we breathe it's, a little it's, bit. It's, it's a football team full of high schoolers. Calm yeah, it down. Yeah, this isn't, this isn't like the Super Bowl, dude. Like, Exactly. He's, he's acting like if his team doesn't do well, he's not going to get hired to coach at a college. Like, dude, you're a football coach in a small town. Calm down. Yeah, high school. So I mean... Yeah, well, they did say it is a football town, though. So maybe he feels pressure from that. Or maybe he's just a... He's just a just jarhead. Just a Terrence A jarhead, yeah. So we get him yelling, and he, like, freaking flips, like, a bench that has a bunch of Gatorade, and he chucks a football at a student that looks like it hurts. <laughs> yeah, he chucked at Stan. And then we see a POV of a figure we don't see, which is important, and... He just says, what? What? Yeah. And then, uh, we cut the black, and then we fade into the title, which... Had a very cool kind of retro opening, mm-hmm. just being like the bright, not necessarily neon, but bright red, kind of give you a fly type of vibe. Exactly. And then it's night, and the principal, she's telling like, they're in the school, and she's telling like a bunch of teachers like, sorry, we can't get new computers, we can't have a field trip to New York from Ohio, we can't do the musical for this here. And it's the one teacher's like, yeah, but the football team's going to get new equipment in New Jersey's, aren't they? And she's like, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Which, like, you get the idea she's not happy about it either. <laughs> which I don't think they really, really need at all. I mean, I get that sports I, are a big activity, but at the same time, it's like... Well, especially a small town. You know, for a lot of those people in small towns, they, a scholarship is the only way you're getting out. Yeah. I mean... Part of it, too, though, like, the other thing, too, is, like, you know, spread that to other things, because you can still get a scholarship for, I mean, football, yeah, sports yeah. are a great way to get a scholarship, but you have to stay on that path. Now. Well, it's also, you gotta think about 1998, there weren't a lot of, like, 
academic scholarships getting sent to Ohio. You know, uh, not a lot. No, but I mean, small town Ohio. That's probably honestly that's probably one of the reasons one of our characters Zeke, who is a senior but he's repeating his senior year, it's probably one of the reasons he stayed because he like he peddles drugs and like he makes money porn VHSs. Yeah, that's probably the only way because. I'm assuming if he wasn't a student, they probably... They kick him off the... They, yeah, they wouldn't let him, him. Yeah. They definitely arrest him. Because, I mean, you see him on school grounds even, and it's like, they don't even want to mess with him at this point. They're just kind of like, whatever. Yeah, exactly. Like, if he if he was graduated and he's still coming by and selling people stuff, that's like... that That's you know. definitely criminal. Yeah. Because by then, you're also considered a minor, regardless. Mm-hmm. If you're on school grounds. Yeah. But, so then, uh, all the teachers leaving... And the principal's still there, and then the coach comes up to her, and he seems different, to say the least. He's acting strange and keeps trying to corner her every time she tries to... It looks very sexual harassment, pre-Me Too, like... Yeah, and every time she goes to leave the room, uh, he keeps getting in front of her and insistent that he needs a pencil. I need a pencil. He says it like five times. Yeah. And she's like, fine, here, take one. And then he stabs it through her hand which what the heck kind of a way to start a movie is that (laughs) i mean at least it's better than just starting it like all peace and then 10 seconds later it's a war zone yeah fair i mean that well so then like she starts running from him a couple times yeah after she pulls out the pencil and we get some pretty good shots of her running around the school and then eventually she ends up it's frightening um well yeah robert robert patrick is just scary and he does do kind of that t 1000 run there's the part where he's like chasing her and he's like blowing a whistle and i'm like dude that was ad-libbed that's just him (laughs) you know they didn't ask him to blow the whistle that that's still frightening to think about yeah that's what i'm thinking that's what i'm saying like that's scary i mean just to have somebody running after you already especially after they just attacked you and then the Mm -hmm. blow a whistle at you to really dull your senses yeah yeah, it's like a... And he gets on the intercom, and, like, it's very cheeky. Yeah, it's like a, I'm right on your tail, and mm-hmm. I still see you. Yep. Um, And then, basically, she uh, she runs up to the front entrance, and... Um, the drama teacher's still there. Drama teacher's still there. She uh, helps her to get out. Well, first, she helps her lock the door, so uh, Joe can't... Um, well, no, the door is already locked. She doesn't have her keys, though. And she's like, I'll go get help. And she's like, no, 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 stay and talk to me. I'm going to go get my keys. You tell me if he's coming to get me. Oh, and then um, I thought she locked him. I thought they locked him. No, that was the issue. Was she, the drama lady didn't have her keys. They were in her car. Oh, but eventually, yeah, we get the principal slides through the door. Yeah, she, she unlocks it. She gets through, locks it back behind the... Uh, the, the sorry the coach and to which she'd also he had grabbed a pair of scissors yeah and the drama teacher like kicked him away from him because he had reached they fell under the door yeah and so the principal kicks it away the drama teacher kicks it away and then after oh, the principal right, right. locks it the drama teacher is just standing there and just raises the scissors and like stab 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 yeah Did you see that coming <laughs> Sort of. I was like, I'm waiting for something to maybe yeah, go Yeah, something wrong. doesn't seem... Because <laughs> I'm like, I feel like there'd be more urgency. Yeah. But, yeah, Coach Joe just kind of stands there like... Watching. Like, mm-hmm. 
Okay, well, you did did anyway. That was my kill. Yeah, the bitch, drama okay. teacher does it, and she's like, "I always wanted to do that," and I'm like, "All right, sorry, we can't do a musical." My bad. But you know, that's part of the other thing too. Is that um, didn't didn't Coach say that he always wanted to do that after he stabbed her with a pencil too? Yeah. Mm-hmm. So we get the impression that she's just not a likable person. No, I mean, think about it. She's essentially the messenger for something she can't control. It's this, oh yeah. It's the school board that decides where the money goes. She just, she just has takes to tell out. everybody. <laughs> yeah. That sucks. That's a job I would never want. Yeah. It's like she, it's like being the messenger boy mm-hmm. and telling a bunch of people with armed guns, yeah, you're not going to get your collateral. Yeah, exactly. Well, who do you think is going to get shot in the head? <laughs> yeah, just maybe. So. Yeah. So then it's morning. We get to morning. We cut to the high school. Yep, high school, and it's like, Casey's getting off the bus, right? Yeah, and he ends up getting bullied by jocks. He gets elbowed in the face, and is bleeding, is like, sorry, my bad, and Stokely walks past him, and she's like, something very snarky, like, keep living, Casey, or something like that, like. Yeah, and then, um, Stan runs into him. Stan runs, she runs into Stan. And then she's like, walk much, like it's his fault. Yeah, and he's like, couldn't see it for all that shit you're wearing. Like, you, these are, this is high school dialogue, and it's, I, I like it. I actually. mean, it's pretty accurate. Yeah. But then it cuts to Casey, and four jocks are holding him up, and they're running him crotch first into the flagpole. And I'm like, what school is this? <laughs> yeah, who allows this? Like, I swear, I have never met a person in my life who ever actually, like, got swirlied or had their underwear rug up a flagpole. Like, I thought all this was stereotypes. Freaking a crotch to a flagpole and no one's saying shit? <laughs> I mean... There's not the one guy who's like, hey, leave him alone, you know? Like, I think we got one person. Well, most of the people are just like, you know what? Yeah. I don't want to be here. I mean, Nobody that cares me. about him. It sucks. I mean, once in a while when I was in high school, I'd see somebody and be like, all right, knock it off. But a lot of the time, I was just like... Uh, looking at the fact that this girl or this dude, they look like they're an instigator. They probably instigated these people. Yeah, you can kind of tell. What's the worst response you've gotten? Like, best situation, worst situation from saying, hey, leave him alone. <laughs> um, I got I got told to shut the fuck up and the N-word, which I was like, Ooh, really, dude? Can I be there so I can hear the ding-ding bell? <laughs> yeah, I was like, yeah, that wasn't a very smart idea. No. Uh, the other one, the worst I got was uh, butt out was from a girl because they were fighting over a guy. And I was like, oh, my God, they were about to start a fight and people were starting to record. And I'm just sitting there like, guys, guys do you really want to be all over Snapchat right now? Yeah, exactly. It's a guy. He called your this girl called him a dork. Come on. <laughs> She, she called him, like... High school students are idiots. <laughs> and, and they were sophomores, too. That was the Oh, my thing. God. And I was, like, a junior. And I'm sitting there, like... Called him a dork, and you're gonna she start She called a him fight. something like the equivalent. It was something else. Like, she called him a dunce or something. But it was the same thing. And I'm... <laughs> Not sitting... even a curse. <laughs> yeah, and they end up fighting. I have the video, too. They end what up fighting. What the hell? Start swinging around by her hair, and I'm like... <laughs> you have the video. I'm like, guys, Somebody stop. sent it they to me. Her. <laughs> well, might as well make monetization. Yeah, I'm like, oh god. Can you see why? you? Can you see you in the background? Or no, I got out in time. All People right. just trimmed it down to see the fight. But I'm sitting there like, 
She called him a doofus. Get over it. <laughs> a doofus. Who gets in a fight over a doofus? Like, oh god. god. But yeah, they, I, I just assumed that they were all on their puberty tracks. Yeah. And... Did you ever get in a fight as a result of trying to stop something? No. Yeah. I got in a fight because I was black, literally. Like, I had people <laughs> trying to fight me for that one reason. Have that go for them. Just out of curiosity. <laughs> well, I didn't fight him. I'm like, I have better stuff to do. Leave me yeah. alone. Exactly. I gotta fight a racist just because you're insecure about yourself. We're gonna have would have fought for you. <laughs> I'm like, but yeah, I, I get the high school well, drama. I say fought. Uh, high school me would have done what high school me would have done best, which is sneak up behind, nice punch to the nads, run. <laughs> I mean that's effective. Quick, man. while he's prone. <laughs> I mean, and people like to say it's a cheap shot, but I'm like, when it comes to bullying, do you think they care about cheap shots? Yeah. Yeah, so. like, we're fighting here. Of course you're going to hit those things. And that's the thing I felt so bad about Casey, because I'm like, it yeah. seems like the whole school is against him. And it... It really, because, like, the jocks are dicks, the goth chick, she doesn't sympathize, the... She's he, he's he's the photographer for the newspaper, and the chief editor, she's a bitch. Like... Right. <laughs> And it kind of, like, the thing is, like, like you can tell that the goth girl is already an outcast. Yeah, she she literally later on says that she just does the things she does because she just wants to be alone. She doesn't want to be bothered by anybody. She just wants to be alone. Which, that's more people in high school than you think. Like, some people are like, all right, I'll just get through this and be invisible until I'm an adult. <laughs> right. Which and... is not a horrible move. Because, <laughs> like, high school, hopefully it's not the best years of your life. <laughs> No, and I'd, I'd be surprised to say, for anybody to say that it was, other I mean, than the fact that they don't like bills. I mean, guys guys who were prom kings or stuff like that, Even they, some people peak at high school. I mean, know? but even they kind of look back and were like, yeah. was it worth it? Yeah. Because most of those people were either dicks or they only cared about being with the most fashionable girl. Well, and like, or being captain of the football team and like winning games and stuff, like... Yeah, to be recognized, and yeah. they're kind of like... And then you're an adult, and you you just, you know, you work landscaping. <laughs> yeah, and they, they say it, but really, in reality, they're really just saying, that was the worst time of my life, because it set me up to be something big, and mm -hmm. I just took it for granted, or I didn't do it the right way. Yeah, I blew my knee out, and here I am. What? <laughs> yeah. Now I run a carpet store with Roy. <laughs> yeah. Acknowledge um, the reference. <laughs> I know, I... Okay, thank I you. Alright, cool. Do, 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 do. <laughs> Where's my wife? <laughs> okay. Um, so, so yeah, so we get, like, we get these cool, like, bam name cards and yeah, freeze like frames. Scott Pilgrim vs. Like. the World pre-era Scott Pilgrim vs. the World in Zombieland. Yeah, which is awesome. I love those. I love... Didn't they do it in Cabin Fever, too? Cabin Fever? You mean Cabin in the Woods. Did they do it in Cabin? Yes, they did, because it was breaking the fourth wall. Mm-hmm. Okay. Yeah, Cabin in the Woods. Which we'll definitely have to do that. For sure. Um, no, so who are our main players are Casey, who's the nerdy... He's the, the he's the nerd. Because these are all click stereotypes. Yeah, definitely. They're all just kind of like the breakfast club. Yeah, exactly. But horror, <laughs> which yeah. I like. Um, so we got the nerd Casey, uh, the goth Stokely... The captain of the football team, air quote, uh, Stan. Yep. We got... Delilah. Delilah, who's the editor of the paper. She's and very cheerleader type. Uh, uh, Mary Beth. 
I'm sorry, am I boring you? Excuse me. Snoop wasn't a no. (laughs) Mary Beth, who's the new girl. You can tell because she's from Alabama. Or, like, she has a very thick accent. Like, it's so obvious. That she's country. Yeah, very, very. Did we we say Stokely yet? Yeah, we said Stokely. We're missing Zeke. And then Zeke, uh, the drug dealer, the kind of bad boy outcast. He sells drugs, fake IDs, porno videos, cherry-flavored Magnum condoms, chocolate laxatives, all out of the trunk of his car. Like, you know, because that's normal. No cop or, you know, a teacher's <laughs> exactly. going to go like... It's small, da- it's small town Ohio. Like, you know, you too busy growing that. potatoes. <laughs> potato farming. Oh, potato. That's more of an Ireland thing. Yeah. Um, yeah, and he, like we said earlier, he's repeating his senior year. And he is, he. it's shown that he is very smart, but you kind of get more hints throughout the movie why he's repeating his senior year. Because it, it seems to me like there's a couple of reasons. I think one of the reasons that he he repeats it is a the money he's making. Yeah. He doesn't see himself going anywhere either. Yeah, because his parents are rich and they're just not around. And, and I think that's a lot of the motivation of why he's a dick. It's not so much that yeah. like he doesn't show his smarts because he doesn't want to prove them right. He's not a dick. I'd say he's just kind of like arrogant. Yeah, he's kind of like an arrogant asshole to people, but he he, he helps people if they need him to help. Yeah, and I think like a lot of the reason that he doesn't show his academic ability is because of the fact that he doesn't want his parents to be right. He doesn't want to. He wants to sort of rebel in a way, like yeah. Oh yeah, I'm supposed hardcore. to be your your successor. Well, I'm well, supposed to be a businessman. You. Well, you're gonna... never around. Yeah, exactly. And the, another reason is probably he. I think he's in love with uh, Miss Elizabeth, the English teacher, the shy English teacher. Which I mean, one hundred percent. If Famica was my teacher. Yeah, yeah. Even with the, because they beautiful. make her very ugly duckling. She's got the glasses, the scarf. She's well, like holding a book, shy, I talking very that quietly. Was so cute. Yeah. Well, and then later on we get like full tight dress, hot her, and I'm like, okay, where is the facility? What? <laughs> what happened there? Yeah. Well, overnight, huh? No. So then, slowly throughout, we get like. You can tell different people are infected because, like, the coach is drinking a lot of water. He's just swigging it down, swigging it down. And, um... Definitely tell something's wrong. Same with the drama teacher, who we know is infected as well. So then you see, like... Okay, okay, so Stan quits the football team, or he says he wants to, to his girlfriend. Yeah, who who goes on a total bitch fit about right? it. Right? Because she's like, well, I'm a cheerleader and you're a jock. Cheerleaders can't be with wannabe academics. Like, that's not how it works. And he even, like, calls her out on it. <laughs> it's yeah. pretty great. And, you know, it. and that was, like, one of the problems, like, for me. I'm just like, jeez, dude, that's... Like, because you, you'd expect that. Mm-hmm. You'd really expect that. Yeah. And then, like, well, because he's saying, like, he's good at sports, you know? And, like, he's good at football, basketball, any kind of sport. But he wants to be good at something else. Yeah, he wants to try, he wants to be good at something he's not good at. And want to actually have to try to be good at it. Which, yeah, we get that, right? Yeah, which is kind of like what I said at the beginning of why I think, like, you know, offering, you know, kind of that that ability to go out and explore other other states or explore other things, you know, because... Because, you know, once you get caught into that, like, scholarship, or when you get caught in the sports team, that's what mm-hmm. everybody expects you to be from then on. 
Yep, that's all you are. You're that's just you sports. Are. You are you are just the the jock. You're the cool guy who mm-hmm. who can play sports and kick people's asses. And you know when you get round up in those scholarships, they don't want you to quit. They're nope. they're going to revoke it. That's why they always say we want you to play for us. Yeah, forever. <laughs> because we want you to be the hey, look at our guys. We got we only got the best. We only got the best of the best. And if you stop playing football, it sucks for you. Now you got to pay to go to school. And it's like. Yeah, which is kind of like a whiplash thing when you when you really get is. in that school where, and that's the thing about jazz in real life. Jazz is a very aggressive. Yeah, most it, of those people it, they 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 basically kill themselves. That's all they do to become. To become they kill who the they best. were to become something else. Yeah, and it's very sad, but it's kind of true. And also, in some ways, beautiful. I love jazz. It's a beautiful yeah. genre of music. It's it's kind of sad seeing how many of those people though how. That's why the music industry, like, a lot of people are dicks. Yeah. Yep. But, what else we got going on? Mary Beth and Stokely are bonding. Yeah, which she finds out that Stokely, given her goth lesbian vibe, is not really a lesbian at all. No, she's she. I, I, it's a, she, it's she, a guise she has to keep from getting close to anyone. Yeah, and, and it's understandable. She wants to be the loner. She wants people to kind of look like, oh, she's kind yeah. of that... Awkward goth girl. Is she going to be this school shooter type of thing? Yeah. And that's not supposed to be a joke. I mean, literally, I would have believed that. It's kind of that she really does have that I would kill somebody or start a fight vibe. She really does. Or but, like, if I got upset, I'd shoot a person. Yeah, which is why no one talked to me. <laughs> yeah, which, you know, and they and they do a good job. It wasn't just a, a kind of thrown together cheesy type like it no. really fit her look and appearance and they did a very good job with the wardrobe and mm-hmm. her look for that particular currently we'll get to the end in a second but yes. <laughs> but um i think mary beth she's someone asks her she's like are you a lesbian like her and she goes oh i don't think there's any in my lineage i never met a real lesbian before it it sounds less corny than I'm making it sound. I oh, yeah. swear to Christ. It, but <laughs> if, you, if you read it out of context and without visually seeing it, it does sound so... Yeah, it sounds what very... like. But once you watch it, it's it's a lot better than just a script reading. I, I'm pretty sure they might have tweaked something in the script, mm-hmm. too. Because I'm like, if you were to read that on paper, you would still be like, <laughs> yeah. what even is this? Lineage? What high schooler is using the term lineage? I mean, it shows in some of those movies. For sure. Like, some of those movies, you're just like, they can pull it off. Mm-hmm. Which which gives you more of why, like, the actors that were picked, they really pull yeah. off. They really give a good vibe. Like, they, they really seem like a breakfast club. Exactly. And they're only together by circumstance, eventually. Exactly. And Zeke, he's selling um, fake IDs in the library, and he's like, well, if you buy the IDs, I'll give you these. And it's like, it's pens full of little drugs that you snort up your nose, which we find out later what they are, but... Which is kind of like caffeine. It, it's it's caffeine, like coffee ground stuff, mixed with a bunch of, he says, other household products. So probably some bath soap. Yeah. Because <laughs> we see some person take it, and within minutes he's tweaking out. And he's like... <laughs> yeah. <laughs> it's really great. Definitely not something to try, though. Please do not do drugs. No. Drugs ruin lives. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Depending. There's medical drugs and there are drugs. Yeah, yeah, exactly. There are are drugs that are made legal in your state, depending on where you live. You can take those in moderation. Uh, (laughs) Unsponsored note, please go to your medical doctor and get a medical prescription. Yeah, say you get scared on airplanes. Trust me, you're good. So. (laughs) Yeah. 
so anyways he's selling that stuff and like um and we we get a funny it's not even a cameo it's literally just that that show hadn't come out yet and the actor needed work but <laughs> hide from that 70s show is in this movie for like two minutes and i got excited i was like oh <laughs> yeah i was hoping and who yeah. did he play he 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 was just one of the guys he was selling a fake id to. what what was his real name again um james marston no 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 it's look up that 70s show or is it Danny Danny Marston or Masterman or Masterson? Danny Masterson, yes. Yeah, well, so he, he's in that '70s show, and then he was in the ranch. You'll and now he's got some stuff going on with him that isn't great. Um, and I don't like to support him now, but well, yeah, but I, I the 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 way they labeled him in here in the credits literally is fuck up number one. <laughs> fuck up number one. That's the greatest credit ever. <laughs> And I'm just sitting there. I don't like, care. I don't care how successful I would have gotten. I don't care if I would have won an Oscar, a Golden Globe, whatever. Playing fuck up number one is never coming off of my resume. Never. Okay. It is pretty great. <laughs> that is definitely something you're going to get a second look, regardless, just because that is on there. <laughs> oh my god. Okay, so yeah, he plays fuck up number one, but he's only like three minutes of screen time. This scene and, and another scene. But so then De- Delilah's being a dick to Casey's character because you just get the vibe. She's kind of a elitist, you know, snooty. Yeah. Snooty type. And it kind of makes you hard to sympathize with her. No. Yeah, it does. It does. And Casey. Well, yeah. So. We get the locker room scene, right? Uh, yeah, where we get, um, not Zeke, um, I wanted to say Zeke. Stan. Stan's taking a shower, which, you know, I, I love seeing just, you know, teens taking showers. showers. Yeah. <clears throat> I never took a shower in my high school. I never did either. I, d- I didn't yeah. want to see people. We had all sorts of people. And I'm like, dude, I don't need somebody, like, coming up and, like, smacking my ass in a major way with a towel or some shit. When also we didn't have enough time between, like, that too. Classes as well. That too. And I'm like... Like it was five minutes. Get changed out of your gym clothes and go to your next class. So and mine was, like, was wood shop. So I'm like, yeah. I don't want to get my hair all wet working with electricity. Exactly. Exactly. And we had and circuitry I, before that too. And I showered every morning before I went to school. So I have never in my life had a teacher come up to me and be like, please take a bath. <laughs> you know I've what I mean? I never had that either. No. I think I had it once before I used clinical strength because I sweat more than most people. Yeah. So they're like, mm-hmm. you should try like a clinical strength. But I swear to God, I've never seen those showers in my high school used. I would assume no, maybe I... like pre or post basketball games. But other than yeah. that, no. No, there was very few people of mine who actually showered yeah. at all. And if it was, it was only like a couple people. But even that was kind of questionable well, because they'd be goofing around in there. Yeah, that, that, the was the it, well, that was the weird part. Well, that was the weird part. I was like, and it weirds me out too because it's like, it's so open. You know, yeah, I'm used to like a curtain naked. and privacy. Like, but I don't need to be. I don't need you staring at my pecker. Yeah, maybe I'm self conscious because it's too big. That was, you know, the... and I don't want to be. <laughs> I was waiting for you to catch that. Oh, me with a large penis, so funny. So, what were you saying? Oh, dear lord. Ah, <laughs> uh, <laughs> I was trying to say that. Yeah. Oh, dear god. You find it weird that guys would goof around in the shower. Well, they'd be completely naked, and they wouldn't just be hitting each other towels. Mm-hmm. They like, they like, th- there was one time I saw two of them give each other a hug, and I'm not discriminating. 
Manly. Man. I'm not discriminating in any way. It's just the fact that Why they were... Why would you say not discriminating? You're also a dude. Oh, were they white? <laughs> oh, God. I wasn't going to play the race card. No, I was going to say because it was a sophomore and a senior. Oh, okay. Which makes it a little weird. If it was a freshman and a senior, then I'd see it as weird. I mean, when you're in sophomore year, God, you can be 15 or 16. Senior and an eighth grader? So <laughs> We had that incident, unfortunately, in our state. What? Too. No. Ooh. Yeah. High school's weird. So, so yeah, he's taking a shower, and then you hear, and it's you see foots, foots, feet. <laughs> foots? You see like, yeah, what is that? You see very old feet. Well, it's not just that. You could tell it's an it's an older lady, um, but it's the fact that they have like these little bumps. They're almost like warts, calluses, calluses, but they're moving a little bit. Yeah. And it's the old uh, computer lab lady. Uh, it is uh, Miss Miss Jessica. Yeah. Played by uh, Susan Willis. Yeah, and she walks up to, to stand in the shower, and she's like starting to remove her clothes. She's like, help me, they're coming. And it's like very incoherent. And then she hugs him, and he's like, it's okay. And then her hair falls off in like a weird well, bloody clump. After he like holds her and he like has her hair and it just like kind of it, it does a full-on if you've seen the movie uh cooties or it does basically cabin fever mm-hmm. the flesh yeah. eating virus oh god and that Hell it takes man. a lot to make me cringe but that one that one did it they did it they did it very they... seeing a face without lips no no it's like nazi zombies i swear yeah so yeah so they tell a teacher and she's like Oh, she has cancer, you know, just don't say anything to anybody, whatever. But it's a teacher that you as an audience know is already infected with whatever this is. Right. And Casey sees the coach standing in front of the sprinklers, like just allowing himself to get soaking wet by the But sprinklers. he's just staring, and that's, that's like the creepiest thing. I mean, that's what I told you the other day. The, the, the two creepiest things in the world for me are people just are staring. People just staring. It, it's creepy. It's very offsetting. I mean, it doesn't freak me out now because I hate Because you just mentioned it? If I was well, yeah. doing it now. But I mean, if you were standing yeah. outside and doing that, I'd have an issue. Yeah, yeah. I mean, it's one of those things where it's like, why? Yeah, exactly. What's es- the purpose? Especially when you're oblivious to everything around you. Mm-hmm. To water hitting you everywhere and you're just standing still. Yeah. Very unsettling. Um, And the second thing is running, which mm-hmm. we do see a lot of people chasing each other in this. Yeah. Which is something that definitely makes me uncomfortable. Mm-hmm. And and who who better than, than Robert Patrick? Yeah, because he's the king of running. Yeah, it, it seems like he's so Terminator-like still, but it, it felt more human. Mm-hmm. So he did it. It was very great to see his performance. Yeah. Which I was surprised that he played such a big role. Yeah, very big role in this. Yeah, because Famica didn't play that big of a role. And... No, no, she didn't. She really didn't. And I thought they would have even gotten, I really thought they would have gotten Danny, Danny Masterson to play at least a bigger role. Well, again, this is pre That 70s Show from 99. Is it? Yep. That 70s oh, Show one year. started filming, yeah, 99. That's right, that's right. And then it ended. No, yeah. it started in 98. It probably started filming in 98. It says 1998 to 2006, yeah. First episode aired August 23rd. 1998. Well, this movie probably came out before. It definitely That's filmed true. before that. That's for true. sure. If it came out in 98, it definitely filmed before that. 
That is very true. Because let's see, it came out uh, November twelfth. No, yeah. that's after. No, I mean filming. He was probably filming that while he was filming that seventy show. Oh, probably yeah. That that makes sense. There Scheduling issues. Mm-hmm. Yeah, this came out November twelfth. Well, 19... like even if, even if you weren't if if you weren't filming, are you really gonna retool a, a dude's whole character just because one sitcom episode is that? You know what I mean? Yeah, that's true. Yeah, it is a lot to hassle and a lot of continuity errors for whatever you have planned. Exactly. In the future for development. Yeah. You know? Yeah. So, anyways, um. So Casey and Delilah sneak into the faculty lounge because they're looking for the next bit. Oh no, Jesus! I what is wrong with me? I keep skipping over stuff. <laughs> so, don't laugh at me. Um. So Casey finds the thing right on the field. Yep. Casey finds this, uh, uh something on the field, and then we have uh Coach Joe, um. Uh, from when he was looking at him earlier, he's already kind of grown suspicious of him. Mm-hmm. Both of them become suspicious of each other. But we have Coach Joe, who's or like... no, the shower thing was after this. Pretty sure. No. Yeah? Okay. Shower was at the was before this, because that's when they get pulled into the office. Uh, Stan and Casey. Yeah. Um, and that's just, where he's There's a lot of vignettes, so I can't remember ever yeah. when anything is. So he gets like he finds this thing and he brings it to the science teacher. After Coach Joe confronts him and basically is like asking him all these questions, basically interrogating him at this yeah. point. And what's your name? You're fast. Blah blah blah. And Casey's basically like, "I'm just having lunch out here." And he's like, "Well, this ain't okay. the lunchroom, lunch son." And he's like, "Get out of here!" Yeah. He's like, "Yeah, get the fuck out of here." He doesn't swear. He does not swear. Oh yeah, that's right. Yeah, but he like he brings the science teacher it and he's saying. That it has features that are only, like, distinct and, like, squid and octopus, which is weird because they're in Ohio. Which so is nowhere. That's, like, yeah. isn't that pretty much in the middle of the dead United center. States? Like, dead yeah. center. <laughs> or Ohio. Ohio's, yeah, it's, it's, Oh, it's I'm pretty... thinking of Idaho. Yeah, yeah. Ohio's Ohio. still kind of in the middle. It's, it's upper, but it's not anywhere close. No, nowhere close to the ocean. And... He was saying, like, that it was an amphibious thing. The skin is, like, weird. Zeke, who you see earlier on, has examples of being very smart. He, like, takes a look at it and asks if it's this phylum, blah, blah, blah. But basically, he's like, I think you might have found a new species. And then somebody, like... Knocks over some water. Usher knocks over some water, and it moves. So then the scientist... The science teacher gets a great idea, which is, I'm going to put it in the fish tank. And yeah. even even Usher's like, you don't want to drown it, do you? And he's like, no, 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 it's fine. And it's like, what the heck is wrong with well, you? The other thing, too, is I look at Furlong and I'm like, okay, first off, you have students. Yeah. Second off, the thing moved and reanimated itself. Mm-hmm. And you're thinking from a little bit of water, from a glass of water, and it grew. So you're thinking... Hmm, let's go put it in a fish tank where all my students yeah. are instead of maybe saying, you know, calling the authorities and saying, well, he, yeah. hey, look at this. <laughs> Curiosity was really getting to him. Scientific discovery. Well, because he was saying maybe we could call the university and get some grant money for finding a new species. And it's like, okay, if you care that much, why the frick are you going to uh, practically... Keep your students. Possibly drown it as well. Yeah, and... 
Like why? if a duck dries out and you splash some water on it and it looks better, you don't put a duck underwater. Like <laughs> Yeah, and you don't and you don't do it with your students around. Exactly. Because you don't know what it is. One of your students brought it in. You and... put it in a jar in a safe location, not too hot, not too cold, and you call somebody. Yeah, exactly. So he mm. drops it in the fish tank, and then it starts swimming around. It looks like it's got, like, red hairs that kind of look like blood veins, kind of. Yeah. And it's then... very thin. <laughs> he, puts on, he puts on a plastic glove, and they're like, what are you going to do? And he goes, I'm going to check its prostate. <laughs> Yeah, that one was. There's like, a lot of weird jokes in this movie, but they weren't out of place. No, they weren't, They're especially actually... not by who who was delivering them. Yeah, bizarre, but but he's like the skin con- consistency changed. I'm gonna feel it, and I'm like, you're wearing a glove and it's underwater. How are you gonna feel anything? <laughs> I mean, you could barely feel anything underwater as it is. But yeah, to put a glove over it's even like a skin tight. So then he like squeezes at it and it replicates. And now there's two of them swimming around there. And immediately, I would have, even in high school, I would have been like, nope, no, nope, We're done. Take I'm going your hand home. Out. <laughs> Take your hand out, call someone. I'm out, I'm out. But he gets, he gets a little bite, because it has teeth. Which, which, his little bite is not, like, little as in, oh yeah, it's like a nibble from a fish. Like, no, this is bleeding. a full on, like, he's bleeding bad. Yeah. And the coolest thing for me was, like, Stokely puts her hand on the glass, and its hairs mimic her hand mark. Did you notice that? Yeah. That was cool. That was a cool effect for the time. That was cool and freaky at the same time. Yeah. So freaky. I got a Piranha 3D vibes. Yeah. The, the CGI was really that good in this movie for it really its time. Was. It really was ahead of its time. Mm-hmm. And it was a very steady mix of practical effects to uh, later in the film, as yeah. they show. And we get Zeke, um, he's selling stuff out of his car. He's selling, like... Pornos. They're, well, they're they're also to to be said they're pornos of celebrities. Like Supposedly. he tells them it's full frontal of these celebrities when he sells it to them, and the like English teacher who's very like shy and self. Yeah, Miss Elizabeth. Mm-hmm. She's like, you shouldn't be conducting business on school property. He's like, well, I'm doing it out of the trunk of my car. Which After he sits yeah. on it. And mm-hmm. he, you basically see that he's making flirty eyes. Mm-hmm. I mean, he's definitely, he, I think you could definitely tell, like, he's got that eyes of like, yeah. I love my teacher so much. Yep. And it, yeah. And she's like, well, we've heard that you've been selling some students substances. And he goes, maybe you should get, you seem tense. How about some chocolate laxatives? <laughs> and, and he goes, or maybe something little stronger and he pulls out magnum condoms <laughs> they're like, cherry, cherry flavored. flavored and he says something akin to it's very hinting that he would put them on oh yeah i i got that vibe as soon as he said condoms i'm like yeah and she's like you're so mean and walks away and then he puts his head on his trunk and it's like oh he likes her he's just he's just messing with her but he's just doing it through an asshole like because he's kind of like i'm a student she's a teacher also yeah this is my personality. I don't know exactly. how I feel about it. <laughs> exactly. So then Casey and Delilah sneak into the uh, lounge, right? The faculty lounge? Yep. Um, which uh, her and um, Stan had a fight. Mm-hmm. And we basically get this allude that she is already attracted to Casey. So she's already made up She gives eyes. him, like, I'm gonna fuck you eyes. Which is weird. Because he's very, like, ugh. And she's, and like, she's like... She's goddess. Like... I am like an 11 on the scale, and you're like a 4, but... Imagine if the yeah, head cheerleader went out with the captain of the chess team. Like, if Jessica <laughs> Morty finally went out. Yeah, yeah. It's, so, 
So they go and they sneak in and um, they like hear some people coming so they hide in the closet and like the coach and the drama teacher then like she says like uh she died she didn't take and it's like very ambiguous stuff and then they like get some water and they don't even drink it they just splash the water on their face and then the nurse comes in played by Salma Hayek and a heartbreaking scene happens because they tackle her and assimilate her via her ear and you were like, why the ear? Why not just go in the mouth? At least yeah. be creepy and just go right in yeah. your mouth. <laughs> but, but then with all the commotion, the dead corpse of the computer lab teacher who's in the closet falls on them and they scream. Well, they don't. It yeah. thumps. and they She screams a little bit, but Casey like covers her mouth. Yeah, and which is enough. But oddly enough, they don't really look. Yeah. In the closet. Well, they go up to it and, like, tentatively open it. And then Casey hits the coach with a broom and she pushes a teacher and they both run out. Yeah. Um, Into which they run into two of the other teachers, which are... uh, It's the principal and the history teacher. Yeah, uh, which is played by Henry Knowles, the English teacher. I love Henry Knowles. Get this. You know what he was called in that movie? Hmm. Mr. Knowles. (laughs) Wow. (laughs) They were too lazy. Well, come to think of it, I don't really remember his character being mentioned much like by name no. so no 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 that works um but they realize that they're in they're they've got they're in on whatever the heck they're doing and they're all like staring them down and then they just run out and it's very there is something to be said here about personality because delilah gets stuck in a doorway and casey helps her out of the doorway but when casey trips and falls and she literally just... slides across she just keeps on freaking going, and he's like, help, and she she, she doesn't like, say it. fuck that, he's Exactly. Gone. He's like, gone. It's like, that would be the moment where, like, regardless of what happens next, never. Mm-mm. You, me, never. <laughs> yeah, exactly. It's like, okay, so I'm going to risk my life for you, and you're going to be a total bitch and leave me behind. Okay. Exactly. See how that works. Exactly. So then, um, cut to, like, later at night, the police come. After Casey said that they found a dead body. Yeah, Casey, the parents, and the police. And when they get in there, the teacher's like, sorry, we scared you, da-da-da. And they find the re- resuscitation doll that for practicing CPR. Did your school have one of those? Yeah, we did. We uh, In eighth grade, we actually had a um, CPR class, and we got official licenses. I think we got a CPR dummy maybe my senior year. <laughs> we oh, never yeah, we had did. a class. We we had people from the hospital come in and train us. We learned how to do breath. We knew chest compressions, God. and then we got official licenses. So that way, if we were ever in the public, we could yeah. say we have an official card to do this. So mm-hmm. we know what we're doing. Exactly. That's. Which cool. I gotta get mine renewed. Yeah, I gotta get mine. <laughs> yeah, we take yeah. a class. It's very standard. So if you guys ever ever want to do that, it's very. It's a useful skill. It's very... You can save a life. You can save a life. You can save a family member's life. You never know when you'll need Stranger, it. Stranger, so who knows? It's, it's very worth it always just to have the knowledge in case you're ever in an emergency too. Mouth so. to mouth, not necessary, correct? Uh, it depends. Okay. I've um, heard both. It, it depends. You can get their heart stirring. You start with the heart, um, and if um, that doesn't do anything, sometimes you need to give them air just to make sure that they're getting lungs. If they're not breathing. Yeah. Um, but if they're breathing and their heart is just stopped, then mm-hmm. um, they suggest doing the heart first. But if they stop breathing, then you want to give them air. Yep. 
So, of course, the, the police and his parents don't believe him. And the evidence has obviously been taken out. Yeah. Because, I mean, it's been a couple of hours. You really think the body's going to stay there? That and, like, I, I I kind of understand the people who don't believe him because from their point of view, he does sound crazy. <laughs> well, he's a high school student. Yeah. But, I mean... Yeah, that's the other thing is, like... They stereotype him, I think, because he's just the outcast. Yeah, and you don't get a lot of parents trusting... Delilah even said it. You're the stereotypical Stephen King kid. Every high school has one. Yeah. Which was a cool nod to Stephen King. Yeah. I liked it. So then he goes home. His dad is... You get the idea. His dad's a real hard ass. He's just kind of a dick. He has the look. He has the beard. He's got and the a mustache. goatee. He's got a goatee. Who in Ohio has a goatee? <laughs> it just screams, I'm the boss. I don't give a shit what you think. Exactly. He's Shooter McGavin from Happy Gilmore as well. So he's good at playing an asshole. But Which, he, is that good or bad? Exactly. <laughs> at that point. They, they, so they get to his room and they're searching his room for drugs. Because <laughs> they think he's on drugs. And he's like... His mom's like, search the spine of the book. That's where they keep it. I saw it on Dateline. And he opens a history book and tears the pages out. And he's like, Dad, that's government property. <laughs> right. He just goes in this tirade, which, you know, I'm sorry. That that wouldn't happen. Period. No. I, I don't care who the who the hell you are. You, you would not rip through my stuff. No. I had, uh, when I was in Illinois, mm-hmm. when I did go to that racist school, I had a teacher who did that. Went through your, like, locker or yeah. what? No, went through my stuff and ripped it all up. She ripped off the cover of my Jaws of Revenge first edition paperback. And you didn't murder her? Why? <laughs> oh, I almost did. I just knew it was racist town. They blame me. Jesus. But yeah, no, she was a mentally abusive. Uh, she eventually got fired. Good. It's kind of funny because uh, her daughter came in for the open house, kind of like one of mm-hmm. those to the eighth graders. Yeah. Well, her daughter pretended she wasn't there, and the moment that her daughter, that she went over to her daughter and was like, hey, hon, her daughter pulled her shoulder away and walked off and was like, leave me alone. Yep. I'm like, ha, your old daughter doesn't even like you. Well, and it's probably also a thing of like, I don't want any of these kids to know that you're my mom because you have a bad reputation. Exactly. I don't want to know that, them to know that I live with you. <laughs> yeah. God. Ripping up a vintage book? Yeah, that was a first edition. I shame Jaws that person. Revenge, I curse that. I don't care how mad you are or what the circumstances is. Do not destroy do original too, literature. You did not say that too soon. She even said uh, one time, just uh, going on one last little topic. She said we were doing a uh, fire drill, mm-hmm. or I mean a lockdown drill. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Obviously, I know it's serious, mm-hmm. but middle schoolers are middle schoolers. You're going through right. puberty. You're gonna laugh. Well, she's like at the end of it. She gets up and she goes, whoever was laughing in here, I hope you would have got shot. Jesus Christ. You don't say that to a kid. Yeah, I was like, I really wanted to punch that bitch in the face. You have you, no idea. You find out who it was and you maybe tell the principal, but you don't say, I hope you got shot. What the fuck? <laughs> yeah, she's like, I hope I would never be in a room with you guys because uh, you get shot and I hope you get shot. And I'm like, you are, you need to be put in a mental institution. And you no, knew that no as a kid. <laughs> yeah, like, no, she she basically mentally tortured me every day. So I, I totally could relate to Casey because I was always the quiet kid. Yeah, of course. I had my small group of friends, but I never really belonged to one group. I was just kind of everywhere. My funniest, it's not even my story. It's a story I heard a comedian tell. Steve Zaragoza, he's so funny. But he was talking about he went to a Catholic school when he was younger. And when he was like... In sixth grade, he was with all the sixth through K. They were all like in one room, 
and they were going to watch a movie and there was a storm happening and the power went out and right when the power went out he immediately yelled in this catholic school as loud as he could i saw satan (laughs) and there were people he said there was a mixture of people laughing and little kids screaming because they thought satan was in their catholic school and so how many how many uh how many uh rulers beatings did he get he got pulled out by like the head of the school this head nun and he's like i swear i saw fire in her eyes she looked at me she's like you never say you saw it and he's like and i committed to it i looked at her but i really thought i saw him (laughs) good god so good (laughs) so good that's definitely some shit i would do that's why I'm never having my kids go to, like, a religious school at all. Because if they're going to get in trouble at a public school, can you imagine a religious school? Right. Can you imagine my child, if I had a son? <laughs> Look at me and imagine exactly. what my child would be. They, they wouldn't graduate. They'd be uh, expelled. Yeah, you. we'd both have to carpool to <laughs> pick up our kids. <laughs> yeah, they pulled a prank together. Because <laughs> it's not because they'd be bad. It'd just be Whoa. because... They're them. <laughs> we're we're in our forties. We don't even do this show anymore. We've both like gotten successful. Sweeto, shoemaker. <laughs> we're like Bill and Ted, just less less uh, exactly. idiots, and they're not stoners. Yeah, exactly. They're not stoners. That's mm-hmm. that's Keanu Reeves for that. But we're like we're not stoners, they, they and we're like not stoners, wild but stoners. they're not. Well, yeah, because they're like no way. Yeah. So, so anyway, so they like Casey's dad's pissed. So he's like. He takes away his phone. Uh, one went... one last Go thing ahead. that we did miss. Yeah, yeah. Um, on top of that, the uh, what is it? The principal? No, it's not the principal. Who takes? Who takes them into the room? Hmm? Which teacher takes? It's the oh, nurse. Oh yeah, it is the principal. It is the principal. She, she takes a police officer into both of them. No, just one of them. No, she takes both. I swear, it's just one. Cause he, she takes the black officer in. And you'll notice his personality is way different from the white officer. Well, yeah, because he'll, he'll smile. But I thought she looked a little... No. She okay. looked normal to me. She took him in and you hear, like, a desk move. And and Casey immediately knows, they got him. And he, like, puts it together, like, the whole police station is going to be compromised now. Like, Yeah. Because he's getting the idea that it's, like, it's a weird cult or something. He even says, he's like, I don't know if they're, like aliens or zombies or they are a cult that worship comets and i don't give a shit like <laughs> just i don't i don't want to deal with it yeah exactly um so, so he gets his phone taken away his dad rips something out of his computer which is probably a porn drive let's be real well and then later he takes his music and he his his mom's like his porn he goes, what? And he lifts up a mattress and there's like a couple magazines. Like two. And it's like, you can't even let him have the two. But he's all, he grabs and he's like, sorry son, no flogging the bishop. And I was like, flogging the bishop? What is that? <laughs> right, and it's like, he's going through puberty. Leave him alone. Exactly. <laughs> let puberty take its the course. The only reason I didn't murder people when I was in high school was because that's what I was too busy doing. <laughs> right, it's like, it's a natural thing. Yes, this is a natural thing. If you're all cringing, you know, it's a natural thing. Get over it. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> so then he hits something on his computer and, like, a little bot moves and then he sneaks out. Which I get his thing. He's like, oh, he's going to make it sound like he's still in the house. And then he's going to sneak out of the house. To get to Delilah's house. Yeah. 
so then he like on the roof he sees the teachers and then he falls off the roof which it's not quite explained how they miraculously just i feel like they followed him and then they just like yeah i I feel like they're fast because it's explained that they're strong and fast so i mean they would have had to be like vampire fast at that point yeah i think maybe it could be the possibility that um his dad's a fucking idiot (laughs) that too (laughs) but his dad catches him brings him back in the house and then he drives him to school and makes him go and he's like your mom's making an appointment with a doctor or something it's like okay yeah and which he's practically begging him not to go to school and then uh, he literally says i'm begging you yeah and then we get the coach who walks over and talks to his dad yeah which we we, we never see them again no we never see his parents again after that which, so yeah who the, knows if they were infected or not but whatever. the the ending kind of gives that like a what what we can as- we can assume. assume happened yep um but yeah after that we kind of they start he gets to school and they start calling um students in to do an ear exam from the nurse so we know that they're slowly turning students too yeah because it's like ear exam mm-hmm why the ear specifically? Yeah, exactly. <laughs> and why right out of nowhere? Well, and they're also... Somebody noticed they're also, like, asking for the people who are the highest influencers. Which is why Delilah's, like, the third person to get called. And, like, the current captain of the football team. And Stan doesn't get called because he's not on the football team anymore. And it's like... Yeah, and that's why she's just like, yeah, I'm not going... Yeah, she, she's putting on glasses and she has her hair down and she's like, I'm incognito. And I'm like, you still look like yourself. <laughs> Stop being right. all like... No. It's not working out there, darling. Yeah. <laughs> so then it's like... She finds Stan. Delilah finds Stan to tell him what's going on. And then Casey finds Stokely and talks to her about it. And they come up with the fact that it's probably like... Because Stokely doesn't believe him at first, and Stan doesn't believe Delilah either, but he's basically saying where she she thinks if, if it is happening, it's like, what is it? Um, what's the one with, a oh, body snatchers. Yeah, which she's definitely everything that I am, which is just embodiment of a nerd. Yeah, she is a sci-fi nerd. Fanatic. Fanatic. She's, she's like a goth and a nerd. Which made her hotter. Um, <laughs> so, <laughs> thanks for not laughing. So, <laughs> I'm sorry, I'm just thinking. Don't do that. That's how we lose viewers. Okay. Oh, God. <laughs> so, they're talking. Jeez. They're talking, and he's like saying all these conspiracy theory stuff. It's like maybe Spielberg's an alien too. And that's how he knew to write movies like aliens, or maybe he had an experience with aliens. And it's like, okay, you're sounding crazier and crazier by the second. Especially the craziest thing is that he said, Steven Spielberg came up with aliens. Where the fuck did that come from? I think he said, well, cause he was referencing a bunch of directors who did movies about aliens and Spielberg did ET. Oh, I know, but alien came out first. That's just the nerd in me, like just. Like, That's the film nerd in you being like, uh, actually, if you. It was really Scott. The script for E.T. was uh, really called Six Months After Alien was released. So anyway, so. It's true. I know. So he's like, 
So he eventually gets stoically on board, and then they all go to the science lab because they're like, "Oh, that's where the creature was. We gotta go there." So they go to see if it's still there, and, and it's not. To which it's not. Obviously. And they all tell Stan what's happening. Stan doesn't believe him. Delilah's hesitant to have Stokely on board, which it's like, yeah, I get it. You, you think she's a lesbian, but you don't want her on the thing. She's not infected. Shut up. We need people. <laughs> right. Um, and the, we get a fight scene, an epic fight scene. Well, with... so Zeke and Mary Beth, they're like hanging out together and Zeke sneaks in to the supply lab to get supplies because he has a chem lab in his house. Which his parents obviously don't care yeah. about. And he offers her some of the drugs out of a pen, which she's like, eh, I'm probably allergic to that. So then they hear the others, and they both they, they both go in. Zeke starts making fun of them. And the science teacher comes in and he goes, what's going on in here? Shouldn't you guys be in class? And Zeke's like, well, Casey thinks you're an alien, like, as a joke. And he goes, really? And, like, stone cold. And I was like, oh, no. And then he, like, walks to a window and closes a shade. And it's like, oh, no. <laughs> We don't want anybody to see this now, do exactly. we, students? And Zeke, like, walks and he grabs him by his arm and throws him. And then Casey tries to make a break for the door and he grabs him by his throat. And then... Throws him and Usher catches him. Isn't it? No, so he doesn't... No, St- Usher isn't in it. It's Stan who catches him. All right, it's Stan who gets right behind him and that's... But he doesn't, he doesn't throw him yet. First we get the cool, like, thing of Zeke standing up and there's, like... A paper cutter thing, like the old school, you lift the thing and cut it down. Yeah, and he rips he, that off. Yeah, he rips the blade part off, and it looks super badass. And chops Furlong's finger. Yeah, right he off. holds it to Furlong's throat, and he's like, let him go. And then Furlong shoves Casey, and Stan catches him. And then he swings and cuts off Furlong's fingers. Which t- then turn into little... Like tentacle hair things. Yeah, which is the most unselling part. It's just how thin... Yeah. He holds him down and he's like putting him towards him and then Zeke gets out one of his drug pens and stabs him in the eye, which is super cool. Yeah, and then we see Furlong fall over. He and like start He stands up and then like water leaks out of his eye and he starts convulsing and falls over back a table. And then you get it has a really good soundtrack as well during it does. the scene, doesn't it? It's like like it feels very badass. Yeah, and he very foams at the mouth and all out yeah. of his body. And there's stuff coming out of his eye, and it's like, oh, wow. Oh, yeah, and when he cut off the fingers, all the fingers turned into the little yeah, tentacle things. Yeah, that's what I was saying. And they started crawling around the floor. And one of them crawls up Delilah? Yeah, you can see it crawl up Delilah, and Mary Beth's, like, trying to keep her away from it. And everyone's just, like, trying to keep off of him. So then they're all like, we're going to make our way to the parking lot and get to my car. And then we, we're all going to go together. So they're walking single file and it's really unsettling. Because like everybody's like just got a blank face. You look in one classroom and everyone's raising their hands at the same time. And like you hear them all like all their names get whispered. Yeah. Like you hear people say like Casey, Delilah, Zeke, Stan, Stokely. And it's like, it's very weird. And they get to the car, and they get to Zeke's car, and then they start to drive away. Yep. And none of the radio stations are working. Yeah, which is definitely unsettling. But also small town, so it kind of yeah. eases your eases your nerves a little bit. Mm-hmm. Um, 
And then they head back to Zeke's house, mm-hmm. um, where they start... Well, because they, they try to leave the town, but there's a roadblock from the police. Right. Which definitely is reminiscent. It looks like... Uh, it really looks like it reminds something me of... out of the Truman's show. Or, yeah, exactly. So then they, like, turn... And, and they go to Zeke's house. Into which she starts to make the chemicals. Yeah, he's got, like, a whole lab set up. I mean, it looks like Walter White if you just had <laughs> a small... Because Casey grabbed one of the dried-out things and put it in a jar. So he, like, he adds water to it and feeds it to a mouse... Yeah, unfortunately. And then um, the mouse, he breaks its neck and starts dissecting. Yeah, that was that sucked to watch. Yeah, but I mean, it was nice that they didn't show it. They showed it off cam. And that he did it pretty quickly as soon yeah. as he realized he turned it out. So I was like, at least he didn't make him You suffer. were worried when he reached his hand in. You were like, what are you doing? You're going to get infected. And then you heard the next snap. Oh. <laughs> I mean, I'm glad he just did it quick. He wasn't like, oh yeah, let's toy with you while you're alive. Exactly. So he, like, cuts him open and, like, learns more about it. And he's, like... He he's, these glasses. He's wearing glasses. Makes him look so fucking smart. Well, you you had a very funny bit of dialogue yourself while watching this. He's, like, oh, he's wearing the glasses to look smart. And then he looks at the camera and you're, like, fuck, he does look smart. <laughs> it works. <laughs> well, it did. I was yeah. just sitting there. I mean, when I put on my reading glasses, I'm kind of, like... You just feel old. <laughs> well, I feel old, but I look at myself and I'm, like... It would be the worst thing in the world. Here's the test. Do I look dumb now? You look strange. <laughs> yeah, exactly, because you've only known me with these on my face. I took off my glasses, folks. But, so, they're, like, dissecting it, and they find out, like, look at the rat. He dried him out. So they strive off of water. That's why they had all that water and while well, they were drinking all that stuff. And then he, like, puts the little drug that on and, like, sprinkles some of it on it, and it just, like, foams, and he's like, oh, because it's mostly caffeine, so it's drying him out. So that makes sense. Which explains that when you drink so many caffeinated beverages, you're always thirsty. Exactly. Exactly. That's why when they showed the faculty lounge, there was water everywhere, and the coffee pot was empty. Yeah. So then they, like... They After start, the... They... They, so they all just kind of have a group discussion about what to do next. Delilah thinks they should leave town, and Casey's like, no, we gotta fight and stop this. And she's like, what are you talking about? And he's like, it took, oh, whatever it is, it took over the school in a day and a half. Like, imagine how fast it can spread. <laughs> yeah, and, and the thing, too, is, like, you know, they they just are figuring out mm-hmm. that it actually has to be injected, like, the actual caffeine, in order for mm-hmm. it to work. Exactly. You can throw it on the skin, but it's kind of like throwing holy water on a demon. It's not going to do or a whole vampire, lot. Or a vampire, yeah. It's not going to do a whole lot right away. You'll be able to tell, but you got to, like, kill, kill it. And then somebody asked, was like, well, if there are aliens invading, why Ohio? And he's like, if you were invading Earth, would the first thing you do be to blow up the White House, or would you sneak in through the back door? And it's like, yeah, what he what he's saying, like, makes sense to me. Yeah, I mean, unless you're Cryptosporidium, of course. Right, exactly. And then you evolve, take on Robo-President, and Mm -hmm. then take over the White House. Exactly. But not these guys. They start small in Ohio, and then just spread out until it's too late. Which I guess is kind of what Crypto did. Yeah, yeah. So then they figure out, like, they start asking, like, well, what if you're an alien, and I don't even know? And they they, get really paranoid. Yeah, they derive a... Yeah, they all think everyone else is. So they derive it, and Delilah's like, 
she thinks Stokely is because she's always been weird. Stokely thinks Casey is. Casey thinks Stokely is. Someone it, saying, said that, like, well, Mary Beth, you're the new girl. Like, how? It's pretty convenient that you showed up the first day all this is happening. And it's like, they're all making very good points as to why any of them could be. Yeah, it's not like a bullshit type of thing. Like, it no, makes a lot of sense. All of it makes sense. And it's very thing res- uh Reminiscent, okay, very well, they, reminiscent of the thing. Yeah, except with him, with the thing, they had everybody tied to chairs, yeah. and then when whoever it was was found out, everyone who was tied to him was screwed. Yeah, that was pretty. It's the most panicky scene ever. Where it's like, oh no, oh no. But but the assimilated pile of dogs. That's what those tentacles remind me of. The yeah, little strands. That's like, Ugh. they look like little bendable needles like poor dogs needles. by the way yeah that that scene was hard like uh the um like color out space the uh not the llamas the enchilas no you know you know what i'm yeah, talking about i know what you're talking about the the alpaca yeah the alpaca yeah so then they're like well okay let's all snort the drug and whoever doesn't have a reaction we know is sick. So a so lot exactly like the blood scene in the thing. Almost. Exactly. So Casey takes it first and he snorts it up and then he starts giggling and laughing and they have a gun and <laughs> Stan points it at him and the dude's like, he's tweaking. Like he's not <laughs> just leave him. He's high. Like Right, just let him be. Exactly. So then So then I think it's is it Stan who sniffs it next? Uh, no. Well, yeah, because, um... Yeah, Stan sniffs it. Well, no, he makes Zeke sniff it first. Yes. Even though Zeke does make a very good uh, argument that makes sense to me, which is, I don't get high on my own supply. (laughs) Which is the drug dealer motto. (laughs) Yeah, which, for obvious reasons. Yeah. They all have pretty good excuses of why they don't want to take it. Yeah. Like, one guy's like, I don't do drugs. The other girl's like, I think I'm allergic to that. The one girl's like, that's too 80s for me. (laughs) Yeah, Mary Beth is the one who says she's allergic to it. Yeah. So then they, like... Yeah, Zeke takes it, then Stan takes it. Then we have Delilah. No, Stokely takes it next. Oh, right, right, right. And So all the guys are laughing, and they have... And Delilah and Mary Beth are both like, make her do it first. No, make her do it first. And they're like, both of you at the same time. And, and we see Mary Beth, she, like, snorts it and, like, puts her head back to, like, get it all in. And then Delilah, we see her, and she just, like, freaks out. And then they're all looking at her because she's frozen. And they're all still high, so they're still laughing. And then realize that when, when her skin starts crawling. Yeah, she moved and her face skin starts crawling. And they're like, oh, shit. <laughs> they point a gun at her. and They miss. Yeah, Zeke Stokely shoots at her misses. And then Casey gets the gun because she's like throwing everybody and then trying to get out. And Kate, and they're like, shoot her, Casey, shoot her. And Stokely grabs it. I'll shoot her. <laughs> like, I'll shoot that bitch. She actually gets like the good position for shooting as well. And misses twice. Yeah, she misses a lot. And they're <laughs> all point ch- blank. Stan has a croquet bat at one point and they're all chasing her, but she gets into a car and leaves. And they're like, crap. So she's infected, so now she's going to tell everybody else. like, And she's going to go be able to spread it to everyone else mm-hmm. now, because she might be able to leave. Exactly. And she also destroyed the lab, so they can't make any more of the stuff. Yeah. But they have a decent amount in like a little flasking filing jar. 
And then plus what, what left they have the pens. Yeah. Which is clever marketing if you think about it. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Well, and for high school as well, like, a teacher's not going to see it at a distance and be like, oh, it's drugs. They, they'll see it and be like, oh, it's a pen. Or, yeah, and at worst, they might see that it moves and they're like, why do you have sand in there? Exactly. But. Yeah. But so then they're like, well, where do we go now? And they go to the football game. And the local team is like, what kind of budget does these football teams have? Because there's fireworks going off the entire time. Yeah, which I'm sitting there like, what the fuck? You're saying that all this had to go to the football team and you're shooting off fireworks? Yeah, what is the per... On the first game? (laughs) And, like, the fact that it's so close to the crowd. Mm Mm-hmm. It's crazy I'm like, yeah, I wonder why. You probably got a lawsuit three years in a row because somebody got burned. (laughs) Exactly. And then, like, all of them are, like, they're, you see them knocking over guys, and then you see them getting off of the side of their head, so you're like, oh, they're infecting the other team. That's why they're all grouping on them so they can't see. Exactly. And, like, one guy, like, frickin' cross-arm bars a dude, and he backflips, and you... Which highly yeah, illegal Yeah, you felt football. the need to be like, that's illegal, and I'm like, dude, it's it's a dramatized movie, like, come Oh, on. I know, but, like, so highly illegal in football. Yeah. Because I played it for five years. And the coach is laughing, he's like, tear his head off, and all this stuff. Which he smiles a bit too much, and that's how you definitely know he's yeah. off. If anything, if any other things didn't set you off before. Exactly. <laughs> well, because they get so the guys get the idea that if you kill the queen or the hive master, because the they leader, find out their hive minds. Yeah, you. If you do it, yeah, because they find out when dissecting it, they're not intelligent enough to just be on their own. So they find out they they theorize if you kill that one, then everyone else will be fine and go back to normal, and they think it's the principle. Because it would make sense for a school, you know? Yeah, I mean, but the hard part is, too, when you really think back to the beginning, which there's so much happening you don't think of it, is that the principal... She was in... We know as the audience... She was... Third. Stabbed. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. And that, as far as we know, Coach Joe was the first one to be... Well, we know someone else went up to him. Yeah, which also, then you think about that, and you're like... So then... So then they, like, Stan and Stokely see that she's there. So then they go back to the gym where everyone else is. And they're like, she's at the game. And the pre- principal just shows up out of nowhere. And she's like, what's going on, guys? And it's like, oh, okay. So then this movie moves by really quickly, doesn't it? It does. It's very well paid. Because once the whole group is together, it's kind of just one singular thing. Like, there's no more vignettes of everybody. Really. Yeah. So then... They tie her up with, like, a volleyball net, and they keep debating, like, you shoot her. And he's like, no, I'll st- I'll have her sniff the drug, and then you shoot her. And then she doesn't want to sniff it, so he's like, fine, I'll stab her in the eye with the drug, and then you shoot her. And Casey's very hesitant about it, and... Because <laughs> he's more or less worried that it's going to turn out that she's not infected. Yeah, which, even though he knows, he's still, like... You get the sense that he's still hesitant to shoot someone in the face. Because just knowing, just looking at how human, I mean, it's like that episode of Rick and Morty when his parents are, you know, demons. Yeah. It's like the fact that I know that they look mm-hmm. like somebody. Like they were human at some point. Yeah, and I'm about to kill him. It's just too much. And they're both, everybody's hesitant and then Zeke just grabs the gun and he just shoots her. He's like, fuck it. Yeah, I mean, just, I'll do I, it. I will. And they let, she falls over, blood starts flowing, he's like, I think we were wrong, guys. And then she stands up and, like, tentacles start coming out of her head. Which, I hate to admit it, but that one actually got me. They did very well in the pacing and the mm-hmm. shots. The transitional yeah. shots 
between um, the music back and forth and the music it really gave it and the and the amount of blood that they used like right away illustrated made you yeah. think because you'd never seen anybody bleed before even being stabbed like you didn't see yeah. for long you know bleed out or anything so exactly. it was very it was very um very cool and very misleading yeah like Furlong didn't even bleed when his fingers were cut off yeah Mm -hmm. you saw like a little bit and that was it but like at the nub exactly so then um she gets up and she has that and Mary Beth before she was holding the thing where they were like they were using it to fill up a pen full of drugs so she's holding that and when she like turns and like is walking towards them she takes the top off and tosses it at her, and then when she's on the ground... Like holy water. Yeah, she, when, and when she falls on the ground and she's bubbling, she, she pours it time. all on there, and you audibly scream, No! Fucking! Ah! <laughs> and I'm like, what the fuck are you doing? Are you gonna yeah. shoot all your shotgun ammo exactly. at the first three zombies and, to ensure they're dead? And Zeke stops her, and he's like, Great, now we only have two pens. <laughs> Like, we went from losing the lab to now there's just two pens. Because you're idiotic ass. <laughs> you're panicky, unload everything ass. To be fair, though, they did think she was the queen, so they didn't think they would need any more. But you still, still. want to have it anyway. I mean, exactly. that's like saying, oh yeah, we got the last of the zombies, but I'm still gonna... Yeah. So then they give one of the pens to Stan, because he's like, the coach is still out there. Go out there and see if he's infected or not. So Stan takes the pen... Him and uh, Stokely kiss. Yeah, which... Because they have, like, a thing where she's had a crush on him forever, and she follows him at football, and, and he's on the rebound from Delilah. <laughs> I know how you felt about that relationship, and I agree in parts. Uh, like so. I said, for society, shitty thing to do. Yeah, exactly. So they leave... No, no, so Stan goes out while it's raining to see the coach, and the coach, he, like... He has tentacles coming out of his mouth while he's absorbing the rain with the rest of the football team. And, like, when lightning strikes, you see his skull. It's a really cool effect for the time. Yeah. This this movie, like I said earlier, mm-hmm. it's way ahead of its time. Yeah. So then he runs back and he's like, let me in, let me in. The coach is infected. And they're like, how do we know you're not infected? He's like, I'm not. And they're like, well, take the pen you had. I lost it. And then they toss the last pen under. He's like, take the test now. And he's like, I will. Just let me in. And... They're like, no, take it outside. And he's like about to do it. And then he just pours it all out. And they're like, no! It's so angry. It's like, if he was so adamant. And I was just like, dude, you you had to be smarter than that. Yeah. And like Stokely's right at him through the glass window of the door. And he's like, you'd love it, Stokely. You're not afraid anymore. You'll be beautiful. Let me in. Let me in. So now I'm pointing on the glass. Yeah. Does a full Jack Nicholson, really. For real. Well, and I'm over here like, um, she's already beautiful. Shut the frick up. (laughs) Um, so then they're like, well, now what? (laughs) And Zeke's like, I've got more in the trunk of my car. And Casey's like, that's convenient. Your car in the parking lot surrounded by the football team. (laughs) Which are all wearing pads. So even if, uh, you know. You could attack them. It's kind of hard to get through that padding. Exactly. Considering they're all jocks and they're... And they're wearing helmets, too. And they're all ready to just literally pound you. I mean, there's one scene, too, where they literally headbutt helmets together mm-hmm. super hard. So then he, like... Him and Casey cuts to them, like, leaving the school for a second. Because they're going to both go to his car to, um... 
get it, and then the football team's there, and they're hiding under, like, a bus, and Casey's like, why the heck did both of us need to go to your car? And he looks at him, because I need a decoy. What? And he pushes him out, and then he starts getting chased, and I'm like, okay, first you were a dick, then you were cool, and now you're a dick again. Pick an archetype, Zeke. <laughs> like, Because by and large, I don't care how long you know a guy, doing that, dick move. <laughs> not cool. Thoroughly don't. not cool. Because <laughs> you've seen what happens to everybody else. So. Well, and also, Casey probably would have agreed to be the bait initially if he was like, dude, once... If, even if you get changed, once we get enough and we find the queen, you'll change back. So who cares? Like, I feel like Casey would have been fine with that, don't you? Yeah, because he's just a nasty guy. Yeah, exactly. He, he wanted to help everybody. Mm-hmm. He's just a good, yeah, he's a good guy. So he's running from him and he hides in the bus and then Delilah's there because, sure. <laughs> she was uh, having some fun with the football team. Exactly. She's like, if you change, you can be with me. And it's like, mmm. <laughs> I don't want to be somebody who's been with the whole football team. Exactly. So then, like, the headbutt got the guy headbutt one of the football team headbutts <laughs> with the helmet through the door. <gasps> Which is hilarious. It is funny. He's just like a meat, like, broad <laughs> strength. And he, like, Casey somehow gets to the roof exit of the bus and <laughs> sneaks out. And it's like, how? You're, you're a short dude. How? Right. But so then uh, we cut to Zeke, who he was able to get to his car fine. And then the teacher's there. Oh, what's her name? From I, I know her name is Pharmaca Jensen, but I don't know her name. Miss Elizabeth. Miss Elizabeth. She's there, and he's like, "How you doing?" And she's like, "Good." Like they're they're having they're flirting. <laughs> it's like, oh yeah, yeah. I finally can like, flirt with her, and yet hear, she's a parasite. He goes, "You here for that those laxatives?" And she's like, "I have my eye on something cherry flavored, if you know what I mean." And he's like, <laughs> and then he gets in the car like frantically. Yeah, because he sees a. Uh, Pens right up front. Yeah. And then, uh... She dives Miss, through the window. Yeah, she just... She's just, like, all naturally yeah. calm, like... With, even with her legs just, uh, out the window, just mm-hmm. doing basically a Wizard of Oz, Wicked yeah. Witch of the West, just kind of moving her legs up yeah. there, like... And he's flooring it on the gas, and she, like, starts doing the tentacle thing, but with her tongue, and I'm like, oh, no. <laughs> I don't want to make out with you, honey. I'm okay. There's kink, and then there's weird... But... <laughs> Oh, don't you know? It goes into all the right mm-hmm. places. And you were freaking out because he, like, started to hit his car against the bus and scrape the bus. And you were like, no, the cool car! And it's like, dude, let's... <laughs> it was a nice-ass car. That's a nice find. It is, but I don't think keeping it okay is his main priority. I know. It's just kind of <laughs> like if you were driving a Plymouth Fury. Exactly. That's... Yeah, fair. So You would be freaking the fuck out if you, like, saw that and it was a Christine car and somebody scraped it. Yeah. Yeah. But so then he's driving, and you see him frantically buckling, and you're like, why the heck is he frantically buckling his seat? And then the second he buckles it, he hits a bus, and she goes ragdoll flying out the window, and it's very clearly a dummy. (laughs) Which always makes these movies hilarious. so good. It's so good. And then he gets out of the burning car, he's got the pens... Which pisses me off, because that was such a beautiful car. Yeah. Oh, God, so beautiful. And for the record, very nice bus as well. But anyway, he you see movement from below the camera, and then you see that her head has tentacles crawling out of it. Which, which very CGI. I'm pretty sure, as CGI as it was, it was a heavy, heavy nod to the thing. <laughs> it was, for sure. Because then in the background, you see her body, like, looking for her head. <laughs> it's like uh, Jeepers Creepers 2 in the bus. Uh, the yeah. creeper rips off one of the jock's heads. 
and his body just starts flailing well, and punching. In his defense, that Jack was an idiot. Well, yeah, because he, he was like, his head "Look off. at the wing," <laughs> and he gets wrapped up and pulled gets out. his head ripped off, and then starts punching the air. And yeah, when his head's off, he's like, "Which so is what would happen," because you know your nervous system. Yeah. But I, I, I just found that funny because it was like, like what idiot are you that you grab the wing and you're like, look at this. <laughs> yeah, which we definitely will do a Jeepers Creepers for all three. Eventually. Eventually. Maybe after the the dude who was involved in the controversy dies. but yeah. I don't know. I might do him solo, but I, I, I definitely want to do. I just don't want a, that guy to get any more money while he can still breathe. <laughs> he did some horrible shit. <laughs> Oh, I don't think he will. I, I think, because uh, Justin Long and them still make money from that, too, though. That's the other thing. And he doesn't, you're pretty sure? No, they've kind of... Okay. That's why Jeepers Creepers 4 hasn't been made. Okay. That's why the third one barely got off its feet. But it was for a lot of the cast members that are like, well, what about us? Exactly, that's fair. So. <laughs> we'll just give you guys a bigger cut. So... <laughs> yeah, that's basically what happened. So, yeah. So, he <laughs> he gets back... Oh, yeah, so Casey's running back, and Zeke is running back, and meanwhile we get a conversation with Mary Beth and Stokely, and yeah. she's like, it seemed like it made him better, you know, made him happier, stand better, and she's like, it wasn't stand though. Like, they're having this whole discussion, and she's like, <laughs> she's like, aren't you tired of, like, not being yourself? And then she goes... I know I am. And then Stokely turns around. She punches her in the face. And then her arms turn to tentacles. And it turns out she's the queen. Which, if you really watch the movie... You notice. Yeah. Because A, when people are make, saying their names when they're leaving the high school, her name is never said. She never gets a close-up. Unlike exactly. everyone freaking else. <laughs> the fact that she's just kind of everywhere for a new girl she wasted the freaking powder <laughs> yeah because i'm like for somebody who was so competent earlier you're an idiot <laughs> you're an idiot and i'm like blonde stereotype really playing at that yeah and it's, and she's like we tested you and it's revealed that she like morphed and like plugged her nostrils and like also made her finger a tentacle to <laughs> Leak it out Slice the bottom. Open, yeah. To which I'm like, when did she do that? <laughs> That's the kind of thing, like, I saw Megamind with Metro Man starts laughing when he says, my weakness is copper. Mm-hmm. And he just turns around and just goes, <laughs> Yeah. But they showed the whole shot of him just literally staring at Megamind the entire time. Yeah. And I'm just in there. So, yeah, for me, I was kind of like, That's something that bothers me. Yeah. Because I'm like, let the viewer kind of figure that out. Make yeah. it so subtle that I mean, it doesn't look like it. It's very subtle, but there are hints to it, for sure. And the, That, like, yeah. But, I mean, that's not the issue. I just mean, like, you know, when you make those reveals like that, don't yeah. do it. Make it in the corner. Mm-hmm. Like, have the camera in a way that your hand is just out of frame and do that kind of CGI. Exactly. Well, and then, like... Yeah, and there's also the fact that, yes, yeah, she is the new girl and she's talking to everybody yeah and she yeah she is the most outgoing new girl ever and the other thing that really kind of put me in suspicion of her too was the fact that when furlong got his fingers cut off they jumped onto her and jumped off her and Mm -hmm. went right to delilah yep which made me like wait a minute Mm -hmm. 
why are they selecting Delilah specifically when they've just assimilated everybody else? Exactly. And then, like, and you figure out it's not Delilah specifically. It's specifically not Mary Beth. Yeah. Um, Mary Beth is not, like, even human. No, she's not. She's the queen. But she's, well, yeah, but that's what's so interesting is because you wonder how many other people could shapeshift do they really want to try, depending. I'm assuming only she can because she's the queen. Yeah, and I guess they're parasites, but I, I just meant from an evolved standpoint. Yeah, fair, fair. So, so then um, Casey comes in right as she's turning and he's like, wah, and, and she starts chasing Monster Her, which is a mix of CGI and really good practical. Like, you might both agree, oh, that's a very beautiful puppet. Beautiful, puppage. beautiful. Beautiful practical. She starts chasing them, and then she jumps into the um, the school pool, which they're running around, and she just swims through it really fast. And that's the one fly I have, because I'm assuming that's a chlorine pool. And Yeah, agreed. <laughs> I'm like, those have stronger chemicals. Yeah, than... I'm pretty sure that would dry you out faster well, than caffeine. Also, because you look at how many wrinkles you have when you come out of the pool, and the fact that if you put too much chlorine in a pool, it can kill people. Yeah, and the fact that like you need to shower after being in a chlorine pool, or you will get rash everywhere. <laughs> yeah, which is something that I very much lack doing, or yep. used to. Mm-hmm. But I never got rashes, surprisingly. So like they're running, and she, it grabs Stokely with one of the tentacles, and she like busts her face on the ground but oh god that that, was... that looked like it hurt like real bad. it looked like the actual actress like they per- like they yeah, actually like blood her. comes out and it's like it's really good so she gets pulled into the water and then has to swim out and casey's still up above and it's like stokely which okay i get it you're a caring dude but i'm sorry if a monster pulled someone in to the water which where it's proven that they move fastest in I'm going to keep going. I'm, I'm sorry. sorry. When, it, when shit comes to the water, that's a no-no for me. No, same. That's a I no-no. get Jaws vibes, and I'm like, mm, no, I'm out. <laughs> I'd rather take my chances with a, with Jaws than I would ever with something bigger. Yeah, exactly. Because I'm like, especially SCP, oh God. Mm-hmm. You learn those SCPs underwater that they just, I'm like, mm-hmm. no. Nope. That's why I don't swim in lakes. We'll go on to another story. But so he that. gets Stokely out, and then they, um, they run into the locker room, and then... It chases them, and Zeke goes in the locker room, too. And then you get a great moment of Zeke being in there, and Mary Beth's like, Stokely's one of them. And Stokely's like, no, Mary Beth's the queen. And you get a good back and forth of them, like, saying who's who. And Which, by the way, if, 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 if you like Laura Harris, you get to see her fully nude. Yeah. I mean, it's very, it's not, like, full frontal. It's very, like, you gotta look at the shadow, shadow the wrong right angles. But So, but then she's like, saying all this stuff but she makes the mistake of walking out from behind the thing and zeke's like why are you naked <laughs> and it's like well <laughs> well and then we get to lie or uh Stokely Stokely grabs just... him so it turns out she is infected yeah which was unfortunate because yeah, but... i'm sitting there going no, no not... yeah you said no person. but casey grabs stokely and throws her in the locker like area and locks her in but she just goes fucking batshit. Like, yeah, let me the fuck out of here. Yeah. And he, she's like, they're over here. And, like, Zeke does the most logical thing ever, which is he grabs one of the pens, hands it to him, he goes, thanks. And he goes, no, you take it. And he goes, what are you, crazy? And he's like, no, I'm gone for five seconds and everyone's an alien. You're taking it. <laughs> which, yeah, seems like the most rational thing. I mean, at that point, 
you know, everybody but you. So yeah. obviously you're either bad luck or you just are really messing up. <laughs> exactly, exactly. So he takes it and he's high and he's like, happy now? <laughs> he's like wandering. And then like... Mary Beth picks him up and like slams Mary him. Mary Beth throws locker. Zeke like through like past three lockers and like his head is bleeding. And you think he's dead for like a second. But so then... Stokely grabs Casey by the hair and he like moves and he's it's very cat and mouse yeah and that, that point what this really reminded me too though is the monster is it I feel like they got like the inspiration I was saying when I was watching it for mm-hmm. Stranger Things Tom and Bruce monster yeah yeah very much so it looks like a sleeker version of that yeah and it's really beautifully done uh, especially when you look at the uh, Funko Pop of the Tom and Bruce monster mm-hmm. And then look up the uh, Mary Beth's true form. Yeah. Uh, which also, I think, gives kind of that Evelyn vibe from yeah. Resident Evil 7. Mm-hmm. Well, it's one of my also... That's one of my favorite scenes from the third season, is when that thing is chasing them that whole time and it seems so perilous. And then Elle sees it and just... Bye, bitch. Wall, wall, ceiling, floor, wall, wall, out the window. <laughs> it's just so easy. <laughs> that is the best part. Well, I love it, too, because she's just like... This is nothing. I yeah, do this on she's daily basis. yelling and just... Bah, 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 bah. So that, Done with you. <laughs> yeah. But Mary Beth, when she's walking around, there's a cool effect because when she's walking around as a human, the light hits her, but you still see the tentacle shadows. Yeah, like she's finally mm-hmm. revealed herself and that she can... Actually, like, it's almost like she can camouflage herself. It's, it's very will. cool. But she's like trying to convince Casey to just give himself up because she's like, on my world, it was endless oceans, but it dried up, so we came here and... All this stuff. And it kind of feels like she kind of gave up the accent a little bit. Yeah, I think it was really just a ploy Mm -hmm. to really make them more comfortable. I'm new, but I'm trying to be out there for you guys. Exactly. But they have a nice back and forth. And then Casey runs and she turns again and is like making lockers fly. Well, yeah. And one of the things she says to him is like, you won't be afraid anymore if you're one of us. And he's like, I'd rather be afraid. Yeah, I, I'd rather be afraid than assimilated and... In conformity. I don't which, know what else you're going to do to me. Would you get the thought of that? Because all these characters, for the most part, they're kind of the outcasts. To an extent. But that's what makes them so unique. In a exactly. Way. They just want to be left alone. None of them like, want to conform. I don't want to be with anybody. I like being me. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> so then he runs and he does the thing where he's like... He's waiting for her to come because he's going to trap her. Because he hits the... um. The bleacher thing for the bleachers to close. Yeah. Mechanically. Which you said you had at your school. My school was, we had a crappy plastic system and you got a stick. (laughs) Yeah, which was really cool. And and it was so beautiful because it really added the intensity. And putting the practical monster Mm -hmm. through there, which they probably add a little bit of CGI, but oh my god. Because like, either you don't run fast enough and the monster gets you, or you don't run fast enough and you're crushed. (laughs) Or if you trip. Yeah, exactly, exactly. And it's not easy to run that fast in that thing because you every few steps got to like put your Duck. leg through and like, yeah. Yeah, which is something that they definitely checked for at our school because people would sometimes hang out under there and they're like, yeah, yeah, don't. That is like an automatic detention because you could die. You could die and you could get other people killed that way. Yeah. So she like goes and like he gets to the end of it, like dives out and then she gets trapped and she's like inches from him. And he pulls out the pens and, like, stabs her right in the eye. 
Yeah, which is very cool. Yeah. But you almost think it would take more. Yeah. Um, but it was like three pens just right to yeah. the eye. Which I guess, yeah, instantaneous. It but it was... No, it was three. He had oh, like a fistful. Right, 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 right. That's why I was confused the first time, because I thought he just did one pen. I didn't. Think if it was just it. one pen, that is the easiest boss fight ever. Okay, because <laughs> I thought he only did one pen. That's why I was like, that's yeah. it? You ever try to grip more than one pen? And you're... All right. So, so, but then, like, you got nervous a little bit, because when you get stabbed, like, some spines shoot out at him, and, like, get his face. <laughs> yeah, which is definitely body horror to the max. So body horror. And um, he's, like, bleeding, and he, like... She's suffering and dying. He's screaming that classic Elijah Wood scream, which you ever seen Lord of the Rings where he gets stabbed by the ring wraith? That scream. <laughs> yeah, I have not seen Lord of the Rings yet. I've seen bits and pieces. I have all three of them now, though. So I'm going to watch them with my dad because I haven't watched them yet. How old are you and you've never seen Lord of the Rings? 19. So this is. I'm announcing my retirement from the show. <laughs> <laughs> Because you're not enough of an expert. <laughs> Bully. I've actually been trying to get into there, in all fairness. It's okay. Fair so. enough, I guess. You're, you're, yeah. So, so he, like, slumps against the wall after she dies. And he's, like, he says, like, you wouldn't have liked it here anyway. To which you and I were both yelling at the screen, move! <laughs> like, get, get away from Get the fuck that. out of the way, man. You don't sit there and be like, oh, yeah, well, you I'm could gonna just hang out with the life. monster while it disintegrates. But it's like... Haven't you ever been and seen a horror movie? There's always one last scare, which there is. But, like... But this one... This one didn't have it. Yeah, it did. But it? It had one last scare, because he goes, and he kicks the things that fell out of Stokely, and he's like, you okay? And she's like, yeah, I think so, and they hug it out. And then Zeke rams himself against the fence. Oh, yeah, I guess that was kind of expensive. And he's like, did we win? Because <laughs> he's still, like, bleeding profusely from the head. Which is like, yeah, you definitely got a concussion and broke slowly bleeding Oh, 1,000%. So then we get a month later tag, and the ending that you hate. <laughs> Which I thought it was going to be like, oh, shit, one of them survived. No, we don't get one of those endings. Thank like, God. Yeah, you. I mean, there's a theory that there is, because first thing you see is Zeke is now on the football team. Which it's like yeah. the drug dealer repeating senior year is on the football team now? What? <laughs> Which I guess it, it could be a theory. And I guess maybe he found a way of belonging. Yeah. Well, they all found like a different way to belong, I guess. And you see you see the teacher. She's back to her normal shut-in self. But she's just got a scarf around her neck. <laughs> Which, you know, I'm sitting there because that was my thing when I first said I'm like, so if they kill the queen, does that mean like if her head goes back on that it just repairs all the roots and nerves to keep the body together to use them as a hive. No, they mean... fix it and then her head's just like, <laughs> just falls That's off. what I'm like. So I'm like, so I really hope that the scarf isn't just keeping it together. I really hope <laughs> That's it's just all it big, is? ugly scar. No, I'm That's assuming so... she just has a huge scar and she wears a scarf now. Which, which I hope is the case. Yeah. No, the second you take that scarf off, she will die. <laughs> it's basically a Wolfenstein 2 concept exactly. at that point. Exactly. Exactly. If you lose this collar at all, or it gets damaged, you die. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Because we caught your head just barely. <laughs> Literally, just yeah. like very barely, and almost dropped Let's it. drop a mannequin head, they'll never know. <laughs> Swapping him out, and the fact that his head almost fell off the damn thing. I'm just like, oh, no! Yeah. We're gonna kill the main character this early on. No, so, so then... We see that, and we see Stan's watching the football team, and Stokely comes up, 
And you were pissed because you wanted Stokely and Casey to end up together. They were a better couple. They, they would have been way more compatible. More nerdy. Elijah, Elijah Wood was cute as hell in this movie. Super nerdy. And super nerdy. And Stokely was like... Goth super nerdy. And they also so gave quiet. her a stupid makeover. They made her blonde oh. and wearing purple clothes. She basically looked like... Um, Ali Sheedy. Laura... No, 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 no. That's what I was thinking. What are you thinking? Um... She basically looked like I'm trying to remember her name because she's an orange in the new black, uh, Laura Pepperon. Oh yeah. In that '70s show. Oh yeah. That is what she looked like. Mm-hmm. Well, no, because I was thinking because Ali Sheedy in Breakfast Club goes from goth loner to wearing pink and stuff, and I thought that was stupid too. I was like, no, she was hot before that. Like. Right. <laughs> and Delilah and. And Delilah freaking starts dating Casey, and I'm like, why the heck are you dating her? There are eight times where she would have just let you die. Exactly. <laughs> I'm like, have a brain. Have some self-respect, goddammit. I get she's hot, but come on. <laughs> Not even that hot, honestly. No. And he's like on, he's on magazine covers, and he's got a new hairdo. And then, like, they're making out, and, like, some reporters show up, and he's, she's like, reporters, and he's like, uh local or national and she goes both and then it just kind of fades and ends because they're kissing again yeah which really pissed me off so yeah. if you're looking for a good romantic pair no fuck you robert rodriguez no. <laughs> delilah and stan should have been broken up and stokely and casey for sure yeah. like i get that it was a whole thing that we didn't even talk about because it wasn't even that mentionable that stokely had a crush on stan this whole time and they kissed once, but it's like, Stan never really showed any affection towards Stokely ever. Exactly. I'm like, you, you, you want to see online chemistry, or like on-screen chemistry. Yeah. Minus, you know, just being thrown out there to be thrown out there. Yeah. I mean, like, yeah, Stokely, like, he was, she understood, like, the stuff he was going through and sympathized with him. Right. But that doesn't translate to love. That translates to human interaction. <laughs> yeah, and it wasn't, you know, with Casey... It wasn't under circumstance. Yeah. Mm -hmm. It would have made much more sense that she made fun of him because she was like, oh, well, I feel kind of bad for you. Because yeah, you're a goth girl, yeah. 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 But that is pretty much... Yeah, that's faculty. Well, we get faculty. a fun end credits thing. What was that? Because we get in the end credits, they're showing the cast with like credits in their name, and we find out that the science teacher didn't actually die. He's just wearing an eye patch, and he can't even hold a donut because he's just got a thumb on one. <laughs> yeah, which I kind of figured out because I'm like, well, if Miss Elizabeth lived and she got fucking decapitated. Yeah. I will say though, that the, so the only, so then the only real deaths we got in this movie was not even the principal when you really think about it. Oh, yeah, because her whole body was gone. Her whole body disintegrated. Oh, right, 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 right. So, yeah, it was the, the principal, principal and Mary Beth. Yeah, there was only two deaths, which is still worth it. It wasn't overkill. Robert Robert Rodriguez did uh, an amazing job with this movie. Yeah, I, I, I kind of like those endings where it's like, everybody lives happy, you know? like yeah, a Very, very heavily big nod to the thing, which is yeah. also a great, great thing to do. It was a really good time. I high recommend this. What about you? I, I truly recommend this. It's one of those things where it's like 98, so it's not like great, great, but it's great. Yeah, great. it's really great. I see because what they were doing. Their time. The theme, the overshadowing, the foreshadowing. And the, the way they handled the character. And the way they handled the 
the the the aliens yeah. just practical and a little bit of cgi not going full on out so and i like how they reference body snatchers because it's a like lot. otherwise it would have been like oh it's a body snatchers clone and it's like no we acknowledge that that's what it is and <laughs> they acknowledge the shape-shifting ability and the possibility of the thing multiple yep. times mm-hmm. from the head to the test yep to the so very very well done movie did we say where they could watch it earlier on we did okay so yeah, if you guys want to check it out too, we, we recommend it's it's a great time. Yeah, and then uh, next uh, next um, on Friday, um, we'll, we'll we will be doing Slither. I believe will be up next for you guys. I thought it was going to be disturbing behavior. I think we might put disturbing behavior before. Well, whatever episode you get on Friday, you'll definitely know. But we'll yeah, definitely because we're be doing... we're in October. Happy Halloween! Uh, so we're doing two a week now. Yep, just for this month, exclusively for yeah, you guys. Just for you guys. Just because so we feel, like you. Feel special. You're nice, you know. And plus, you know, always, always going to be good yeah. for, for movies, for all you movie lovers. And a quick in advance thing, we do plan on recording, pre-recording December at some point. Because we kind of, we want to take December off, you know, just to be with, yeah. the, A, just to be with the family, and B, we're in Minnesota, so we don't want to have to deal with driving in the snow for a little bit. And I got some car things my car does not like the snow no no and i'd rather i got a front wheel drive i would rather pre-record as much as we can even january and february if we really try just so otherwise we would have to maybe take a few months off just because the snow here gets really bad snow and then um if we ever get another major hit and we have to stay home so yeah thanks backstreet boys reunion tour as the game grumps call it yeah but without further ado guys yeah, we hope you enjoyed this. Go watch it. It's a very fun time. Very good time to see with the family. Yeah. Uh, it's radar. So, but I know there's a lot of people out there who still like to watch them with their kids. So, yep. if, Have... you're, if you're listening to this on Anchor or Spotify, those are the other two places you can listen to it if you want. Yep. And so, thank you for listening to the podcast. And if you're on YouTube, the official YouTube channel by this point, if we've already gotten up, thank you also for joining us and watching tonight's video. Yeah. Or today's video, I should say. Or listening, you know. Yeah. Thank I, you. I respect you if you just put us on in the background and browse stuff, whatever. Yeah, anything that you guys, as long as you guys enjoy this, we love doing yeah. it for you, so we will always have it. And always feel free to drop uh, some things of what you'd like us to review. Yeah, we love suggestions, because there's always the chance that we haven't thought of it. <laughs> yeah, and uh, coming up next year, 2021, I'm assuming that the world hasn't ended. <laughs> Fingers crossed on that, Jinx. Knock on that wood. Do it. Do oh, it. yes, yes, Thank yes. you, thank you. Where's some salt? <laughs> But um, uh, assuming uh, next year what we're going to be doing is we, I, I would like to, and if that's good with you too, uh, we got some other people on our creative team and we'd love, be love to do some more uh, interaction with you guys, so live streams. So yeah. if we start to pick up and you guys want to do that, we'd love to do some live streams and other discussions and film yeah. discussions on kind of what's going on in the industry. Uh, hopefully 2021 will be much better than 2020 has. And we hopefully will, so. We will not go through such yeah. emotional trauma and lose so much i'd love love to live stream and interact with you guys because you know just being sarcastic with noah sometimes gets boring and i'd like to be sarcastic (laughs) with some strangers can i be honest and not to mention (laughs) uh it'll be a great time for movie reviews um because a lot of the 2020 movies will be coming out in 2021 and a lot of 2021 movies will be so hopefully that'll give the box office some chance to recover and hopefully things will be better what the heck is the oscars gonna be like (laughs) so little has come out (laughs) Oh, I don't think they're going to do it this year. They might have to do two. Jeez. 
just do like a t- what came out in 2020. <laughs> so they might have a two night event. I know that a lot of the Comic Con stuff had some, like DC Fandom Two is yeah was a thing for, for that. So, but all right. Enjoy well, you guys the rest of your rest of your day or night wherever you're listening to this. And yeah, he's Noah Sweeto. And he's Nathaniel Shoemaker. And this has been Film, Film Nerd Hour. Hour. See you later, guys. Bye bye.